Welcome back to the Retro Nomopod, a nostalgia and pop culture podcast where we discuss things from our past, our present, and the future. Just like Scrooge did when the ghost took him all over the goddamn place at night around Christmas time. It's fucked. And the ghost of my future, past, present, is across this beautiful wide world of the internet of ours. <laughs> As always, I got Rick with me. What's up, my beautiful red-headed best friend? There will be three bells. One, two, and three. And you shall see three ghosts shall appear. Show you your destiny. All right, nerd. Goddamn. Chill. <laughs> <laughs> and you probably read that in a book. It wasn't even from, well, I what? watched the one with Bill Murray. The only way to take in that story or that dinner theater. Oh, dinner theater. That's I'm down for that. Like only when they got all the tables around the stage and they do like the center stage in this, the center. Mm. I haven't done that in a long time. Probably since I moved to Colorado. Hmm. Interesting. Daisy, a theater major, maybe a date. Oh shoot, dude. That sounds like a, a good surprise. Like, Hey, hey baby, don't listen to this up. episode. Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. secrets. Spoiler alert: thirty seconds ahead, but eighteen seconds ago. Yeah, somehow you have to plan it like within the next few days before this drops. <laughs> yeah, I actually bought tickets like three years ago, and uh, yeah, we've we've it, that was what I was talking about. <laughs> no, no, I could go do it like a dinner theater, right? Because then it's like laughy and playful, and mm-hmm. it's like this ain't Broadway, bitch. Calm down. I'm trying to eat a T-bone. might as well be a comedy show we did a comedy review down in no was it i think it was up in uh oh let's make a bad story bad i don't even remember where the (laughs) fuck it was how bad is that glenwood springs i believe okay took tiff up there for like a weekend a few days and um one of the things we saw was just this little comedy review that was up there and yeah they served you food from local businesses and had a good laugh. It huh. was a fun show. See, that'd I'll be give cool. them that. I mean, every comedy show I ever went to, I just got shit faced. <laughs> That's a little bit of liquid courage, as yeah. they like to say. Comedy Works uh, does pretty de- okay priced buckets of Bud Light, <laughs> and like the first time I went with, uh, I went with my boy Brian. We were going to see Rogan, and uh, like the lady comes because there's a two drink minimum, right? Yeah. And the first thing that Brian and I ask is if a bucket counts as two drinks or one drink and she's like well technically it's one item and we were like two buckets please <laughs> separate tabs me and him drank two buckets a piece there so like we're smashed 10 blood lights i smoked Holy. joint in the parking lot we were drinking before we got down there oh hammered walking out of yeah. comedy works after rogan <laughs> you're just feeling hot the whole time because oh no dude it was great. Like, great show uh, so good i like the comedy works a lot uh let's get into it with the weird question of the week are werewolves dogs interesting there Um, what do you think i just i don't know what to think right because they look like dogs they woo like dogs but they also stand on their hind legs, but they can run on all fours. But then they're people. Do you think, separate question, 
what is it called? What is it? Uh, sidebar. 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 Oh, come, come over here. Sidebar. sidebar. When they transform into werewolves, do you think that they just have red rockets all the time because the <laughs> penis can't transition correctly? Uh, their dongers just hanging out. So yeah, it's kinda... just like a red rocket, right? It's like a puppy rocket. You know, they just can't control it. Oh, fucking. Anyways. I mean, it's all like in the moment, like. Yeah, do you think they get like raging hard-ons when they fucking <laughs> no. turn into werewolves? <laughs> That's why they're so aggressive because the guy i can't get rid of it uh, yeah. uh, <laughs> not a full moon again oh no uh my dick my dick hurts real bad the next day see this is tough because like in theory in theory there's like a one right is there a master werewolf like the one but this is interesting right this i'm i'm confusing myself here going through all the scenarios <laughs> one by one in my head as i'm trying to spit out words did they start as humans or did they start as wolves? Right? That's the thing. Was it a human that was like cursed to be a werewolf? He's he's the number one werewolf and had to turn all the other werewolves. You know? Oh, you're talking or, about like the Dracula thing where there's one vampire who kind of created the whole yes. right? Somehow hmm. this has got to happen, right? Or we're just where because I Okay. I think. Mm-hmm. That if they started as wolves, they're dogs. If they started as people, they got more people than dog. Mm-hmm. So they would be like people with a syndrome, where wolfian and where where wolf. They would be people with a syndrome. <laughs> elaborate. <laughs> uh, well, I just elaborate. But... Lycanthropy. Um, lycanthropy it wait first of all is that a real thing did you read that somewhere or it's kind of i mean it's just another name for it like whatever <laughs> not whatever is this a syndrome that fucking people have no 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 not not at all i think it was made up for fantasy you know oh, okay. well, uh, uh, um, that's not like i, I understand stuff. lichen but lichen yeah. was around before uh underworld right like it's oh, been for around for a long time. Sure. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Cool. Yeah, I just want to like, make sure that we're not quoting a movie that came out, and I'm going to butcher the date, but I would guess like 2002-ish. Sure, let's go with that. That okay, sounds cool. That sounds um, that sounds way too late, but I mean, does, we'll go. Okay, with does it? it but not, the '90s, saying the '90s for Underworld, because that was a badass first movie. I think I think that's way too like. I think it's 2000s. I think somewhere in 2000s that movie came out, really blasted the doors open on the whole vampire versus werewolf thing. Kate Beckinsale, dude. Even though that's yeah, no kidding. Even to this day, um, she's like Jennifer Aniston. They just don't age. I think because it's a curse. That once upon a time it was a witch or some kind of shaman who put it onto somebody, and that's how it become a thing, right? Like, oh, I'm gonna curse you to be uh, a werewolf. That's what at I would the think. Full right? moon, right? So in that case, yeah. you're just a person who takes on attributes of a wolf, which just happens to be a dog. I don't think they are dogs. Okay, sidebar. Neither do I. Oh. Sorry, we came back from the other sidebar. Side now we're back, yeah. but now we're going side to another sidebar. Sorry, trying to keep people in line where we're, where we're at. Are there other animals or mammals 
that can become werewolves. Like if another oh. werewolf bit like a deer, like just turn the deer, right? Does does now is that like a? It would be like a you know deer is stupid, right? So it'd be a stupid ass werewolf, but it would have antlers on its face. Oh, that'd be kind of fucking badass looking, wouldn't it? Huge ass wolf. That's the real question. Ass fucking antler. They're fucking people. I don't think so because typically when they're hunting something else, that animal doesn't survive for some reason. Humans seem to just be able to survive a little better. Who God knows? Who knows why? Yeah, because we can barely survive a fucking pandemic. (laughs) God forbid we get a little sick. I'm not, I'm not, okay, don't cancel that. We're I making wasn't, light, we're yeah, making fun. That was, we're talking about never bugs, like those wee little things that take, oh, from Hook, sorry. Oh, God, Jesus Christ. You know, he, the little kid's like, oh, who do I watch after, after he's like, hey, you're going to be the leader of the kids. And I really God, should side, watch more stuff. Sidebar of a sidebar. Let's, let's go back. We never bugs. Anyways. Ne- never mind. Werewolves are not dogs. Yeah, they're that's people. that's my consensus. I think they're I think they're people who just happen to every full moon. And some some stories, depending on what you read, what you watch, they could do it on whim. I love that kind of idea where you Me have too. control over it and you m- maintain some of your mental faculties as opposed to just becoming full feral and like oh, and then just going for it. Yeah, yeah, I would rat. Yeah, yes, agreed, agreed. Yeah. So is that the next question is going to be, uh, which would you rather be a vampire? I think we've covered that actually in the past, vampire, werewolf. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. I assume I chose Doc. <laughs> Probably. Uh, I play video games at least for a little bit. I just want to talk about it for a second and then we'll move on. Because yeah. I watched a movie, well, two movies that I'm just going to bring in. Oh. Because throwaway movies, but they're still fantastic. Uh, Destiny 2 stuff came out between our last podcast and I've been looking for a game to get back into or just to get into and I've almost played wow right so I just listened to I got my audible back I think I've talked about this previously but I got a bunch of stuff to talk about real fast quick do it on audible I bought Arthas Rise of the Lich King which is like Arthas's origin story Arthas being the Lich King that we know and love had an expansion based off of him Right, <clears throat> everyone always knew his story was kind of fucked. Like his lore is is pretty crazy, and it's the story that they should have done in the Warcraft movie. Also, think I brought that up once before. Yes. Um, so I was like, I want to know. Right, have it on Audible, uh, read by Christy Golden, who's who writes them. So it was it was crazy. Right, Arthas, cool ass character, and he's bad motherfucker. His story's fucked up, and. Like, it's kind of fucked up. It's real fucked up. But he ends up, like, banging Jaina Proudmore, which is crazy because, like, Jaina's the same age. It's fucking other crazy shit. Um, but anyways, it was fucking awesome. And it was cool because there was a bunch of characters from World of Warcraft in there. I'm already itching to play WoW anyway. And, like, I'm listening to the fucking World, World of Warcraft book. And it's just like, this is fucking cool. Like, I want to go fuck the Lich King up now, you know? Read that. Now I'm reading the Jaina Proudmore book which or i say reading i'm listening um but anyways destiny 2 came out they dropped witch queen uh the new expansion the full expansion 
and got through the campaign and they they did one cool thing for the game right normally in destiny have you ever played destiny yes okay so normally in destiny you just run through the campaign right you can finish yeah. campaign like four hours most of the time just Love. burn through it and uh they give you an option in witch queen to put it on legendary difficulty gives you double the loot right never given that option before legendary hard as fuck hard sure. as fuck Right, they cap you at light level to make it intentionally hard. Um, it took multiple days, and I've wiped on bosses for like two hours. Right, uh, but it made the game so much fucking better. It made playing through the story so much better. I couldn't believe it. How much more I enjoyed it. The fact that it was tough. Like there was points where it was just like we've done this long enough. Where it's like I'm gonna go smoke, like grab some food, contemplate my life. And we're going to come back and look at it with new eyes. And I have to say they did a fantastic job. I destiny is a fun game anyway. Great time to get back into it because they just boost everyone to the low light level of the expansion and oh, wow. getting through the campaign is cool. The campaign lore cool as fuck too. Um, and then the raid came out this weekend. So it's been out for like a week. Uh, the raid came out the, team we were watching is like one of the best in the world right there's a race to world first first to down the raid it took them seven and a half hours to get through the raid from when it opened to when they beat it they finished the raid like get to the screen and like we're fucking did it we fucking did it look on those leaderboards they got beaten by three minutes and 15 seconds to world's first three minutes and 15 seconds dude it was fucking heartbreaking um <laughs> but it's what I've been playing when I do get the chance to sit down and sadly I haven't got to stream any of it because I'm just tired and it's like, I just want to curl up, sit Indian style in my computer chair and shoot some people in the face. Yeah. And that's what I've been doing, but I highly suggest it. Destiny is a free to play game, right? doesn't cost anything to play. The expansion I think is like 30 or 40 bucks. I ended up buying a deluxe edition just so I get some extra stuff, but um, super good. It's super good. Especially Destiny being free to play now. Super good. Yeah. Uh, and then movies, real fast. I've been getting home late from having to work late or whatever, and I have to wind down. So I come down to the basement. You know, I don't I don't shower because it's like 1 o'clock in the morning. So I'm all sticky from working. So I don't sleep upstairs in the bedroom. I, like, sleep on, on my couch downstairs. So I throw on, the other day, Balls of Fury, the ping pong <laughs> movie, dude. <laughs> I see it and I'm like, yeah, Cl fucking fantastic, right? Christopher Walken in that movie, like, uh, oh damn it, George Lopez in that movie, and it's Dan just Dan Fogler, yeah, Dan, yeah, <laughs> and then uh, oh, um, There's Aisha so many Taylor's in there, like Tyler, Tyler Dedrick yeah. Bader, Ro Robert Patrick, Terry Crews, Patton James Oswalt Bond. is in there, <laughs> like it's it's a lot of really good super, comedic guys, super yeah. good still i think it's chris one of christopher walken's like one of my favorite roles of his i know it's a throwaway role but that dude is fucking funny and the fact that he plays into his like stick especially super hard in that movie makes it even better uh movie still holds up i suggest watching that and we're gonna put a and i know like you like kind of pay attention to sports and stuff growing up yeah it's all i I breathed in like my entire life until I was like 15 years old was just nothing but sports. We're going to do a nostalgia 
episode for top five sports movies at some point. And I'll tell you why. Because yesterday, two days ago, what is today? Three days ago, I I watched The Replacements. Oh, uh, shit. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. That's one of the best. Dude. That movie like started choking me up. We've talked about it before, but I'm getting sensitive in my old age, dude. And like shit's go like all the good shit's going down at the end of that movie. And you're just like, I'm like Yeah. Like this like this is a fucking good ass movie. This is a good ass movie. Good call, yeah. Yeah. The replacement. That yeah, that's one of the That was a fantastic uh football movie that just kind of flew under the radar. It I was think. so good. It was so good. It was an underdog story. He's a fucking nice guy in that that movie. Yeah. Like he's not an asshole yeah. at all. They're asshole no. to him all the time. Shane Falco, you piece of shit. Play better. That sugar <laughs> bowl cost me a lot of money. And I'm like, damn, like this will just take all that shit and stride. Still comes back to football. It was cool. It was damn, good that's movie. killer ass too. Yeah, Holy dude. Shit. It's a good movie. It's a good movie. But yeah, yeah, check I've, those out for sure. Those, oh, those are both really. On, that's a that's a that's a good back to back. Like, like uh, replacements not quite the comedy that Balls of Furies is, but it is still pretty funny in its own right. But it also kind of kicks you in the nuts at the end with the uh, with what happens. I'm not gonna say anything, but uh, yeah, pretty great, man. Good call. Yeah, Gene Hackman is the fucking Gene coach. Hack- we didn't even say yeah. that, right? Gene Hackman's yeah. the fucking coach. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's good. It's still good, and it should be watched. It deserves to be watched. Fucking Keanu. Yeah. Before he started just wearing a beard and everything. Hey, he looks so much cooler <laughs> as an older guy, though, because he's a little fucking... You see his little squinty eyes all the time. <laughs> it's like yeah, a- yeah, yeah. It's like he's one of those guys that, like, once he puts the beard on, you're like, ah, there it is. But, like, you go watch Speed, and you're like... Nah, he still could get it back in the day. I was too, gonna like... say, yeah, Speed's a bad example, right? Because that, he handsome as fucking Speed. Yeah, That's when he's like yeah. jacked. You're Plus, like, Andrew looks like, come on, bro. Yeah, Speed was a bad, bad example. Because okay, even you go back even further in like Bill and Ted, and you're just like, this is a cute ass little motherfucker acting a little stoner. Nah, he Keanu could get it, bro. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no doubt, dude. Um. Yeah, I've watched a bunch of stuff. Um, I'll put it through them pretty quick. Um, Escape Room, Tournament of the Champions. It's a sequel to Escape Room. Um, I really like the first one a lot. It subverts your expectations. You're not quite sure what you're getting into, but once you get into it and you figure it out, it is basically a horror escape room movie. It's just the set designs in these movies are so freaking insane. And... I'm not going to give anything away, but basically number two is just basically as the title gives away tournament of the champion. So a bunch of the people who've survived these things in the past, these escape rooms in the past come back and are forced back into this world. That's and so fucked. it's, it's super fucked. Cause it does that thing that like uh, the purge does or hostile does where there's like a bigger corporation that's controlling all this shit. So it kind of plays oh, with that God a little damn bit. damn Umbrella like, Corporation oh, coming back for more of this yeah, cut. It, 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 exactly. So, um, yeah, the, it's more of the same in this movie. I highly recommend watching both Escape Room and Escape Room Tournament of the Champions. They're great, especially since they're, they're quick little watches, like an hour and a half. So, like, you could bust both of them out in a weekend. So do it for show. Interesting. Um, what was it on? I'm sorry. Did you say 
Oh, I, I, what did we watch this on? I want to say we watched it on HBO, but I don't. Okay. I'll look it up. No, for sure. But yeah, definitely I'm seek it out. Yeah. Um, it's definitely out there to watch. Um, but this one I definitely know is on Prime because they had the big deal with them. But yeah. The Legend of Vox Machina, they wrapped up their, their first season, which is. No, oh no spoilers, right? No spoilers, no spoilers at all. I'm not going to give anything I'm, away because it's it's out now. So now I get to fucking burn it. Yeah, now you can binge it yeah. and be like, "Holy shit!" Like they did a really cool thing where they released three episodes at a time, so you got like three episodes, and you're like, "I still want more." So like it kind of sucked watching them like every week, yeah. but it was also was enough to be like, "Oh, and that part, and then that one," and it's definitely one that I got to go back and watch again because there was so much like little Easter egg stuff that they added in for those who who've listened, listened to, to last yeah. watch their the you know the the first campaign and and the characters are great and. The animation is spectacular. It's everything you could possibly want it to be. Um, it's exactly it. Like, couldn't get better. Scanlan and his 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 songs are great. I, I'm not I'm not gonna say more because yeah. So I can one, of my, one of my one of my other best friends, uh, one of the kids that I played D and D with, yeah, he had watched it and was like, "Dude, I want to play." And I like what I was telling him, I was like, bro, this was a podcast. And he's like, what? And I was like, this is a podcast. Like they did this. Yeah. This, this is like their original podcast for critical role. And so now he's going to go listen to the podcast. Cause he's watched the show. And I was like, I know the show like incorporates a bunch of stuff from their arc. I said, but the beginning of it is different than like yeah. how they start um, their arc. This, this is like pre uh, Twitch YouTube before they got before they started live streaming their sessions this story is kind of pre that so it's okay. a lot of like building up to and i think season two will get into where we're all kind of familiar for but they still are able to like add things into it that are familiar within their world yeah he so. said he wanted to be a bard after <clears throat> watching it i was like only if you bring a ukulele and sing all your spells i said otherwise yeah. no bard in my in my parties yeah you either have to sing tell jokes you have to be entertained. That's the key to a good, good bard. Um, definitely check that out. It's on Prime uh, for sure. Um, this next show, Peacemaker on HBO Max, is the kind of follow-up series of sorts uh, following Peacemaker from the Suicide Squad, James Gunn Suicide Squad that came out last year. Um, this was his, they, the success of that basically... I think he was going to make it regardless of if that movie was successful or not. Yeah. But, uh, John Cena and um, old James Gunn got together, wrote this story to kind of flesh out this character even more. And at first you'd be like, wait, he's a bad guy. How's this going to work? Well, they do some shit in it to kind of humanize him and make him question his thoughts and all this kind of stuff. So it's very, oh my gosh, it's so freaking funny. The opening sequence, if you haven't checked it out, that alone is worth admission um steve agee's in it who's one of my favorite like big comedy guys out there he's like six seven and just this mountain of a man but huh. he plays this like computer go dork so it's ah oh, it's so good everybody hits so good everybody holds down their parts really well yeah you told me to watch this yeah guess what i've done you haven't but i know why <laughs> um yeah that then their season wrapped up too so you've you've got that to binge if you have time to do so, you should do it because it's weird, interesting stuff. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this one you probably won't check out. Uh, the Book of Boba Fett. Yeah. 
anybody living under a rock. Basically, it's the story of Boba Fett basically um, showing what happened after the events of Return of the Jedi to kind of where he is, where the Mandalorian's taking place. So it's kind of this cool flashbacky current kind of thing within that time frame. Um, great all in all. I know it kind of took some detours and some folks weren't huge fans yeah, about it. Yeah, I didn't I think... hear about it the way that you heard about like Mandalorian, you know? Yeah. And it should have and... been the like pop off because it was, it's the fucking story of Boba Fett. Yeah, it's Boba Fett. Come on. Like that's I mean, one color. Well, I'm not even going to start this argument with it. <laughs> I, I have no right. It's uh, it's interesting because it is kind of a slow burn in the beginning, and then toward the last three, four episodes, it starts you know ramping up a bit, and uh, there's some fun little secret things in it, and some touch on some stuff that's happening, like Mandalorian and stuff that kind of makes it a fun watch as well. So. I recommend that for any Star Wars fans or people who just like, like kind of cowboy, um, sci-fi, western type things, because that's pretty neat. Uh, I watched the new Resident Evil as well. Uh, Welcome to Raccoon City. A lot of people dumping on this movie. Dude, I, um, I don't think I knew this was a thing. I yeah, saw the November twenty fourth. I was like, damn, it comes out in November. And you said you watched it, and I was like, fucking last November. No, no, yeah, no. I watched this on. Uh, I want to say Prime. It's a five point two out of ten. Yeah, it it's it's getting shit on. Ratings aren't great, um, and I can see why because like a lot of people are probably watching this expecting the video game shot, shot for shot. Yeah, of the video that, isn't game. this what that is? Right? Is it's like the original, like they ba- mansion? They ba- yeah, they basically took uh, Resident Evil 1, Resident Evil 2, and stuck them together, which is kind of a downfall because it's a lot of story to try yeah. to tell in that amount of time, but they try to throw everybody in it, and that's probably why it's... I think it's fine. It kind of opens up to what it could be, but it is... There are moments where you're like, wow, you guys are trying to tell a lot in this thing without... Should they make <laughs> like, a Resident Evil TV show? Would I that think be it's the a way better... to do it? I feel like that's a better way to tell it, especially if you give it the the budget that it would need to properly do some of the creatures, not just the zombies, but like the liquors or the government or stuff. Do you know if Drew watched uh, Uncharted yet? No. I'm, I'm interested in that, too. Yeah, me like, too. I've heard I've heard thanks to Tom Holland, it's really charming and, well, yeah, and, did, and great. What the fucker, dude? Like... <laughs> Tom Holland, bro. I do no wanna, wrong. Yeah, I just want to scoop him up and put him in my pocket. Carry him just, around with him all day. Carry him around, nuggle him a little bit, give him a little boop on the nose. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Resident Evil, it's fine. I think you should check it out. Um, judge it on yourself. Judge it on the movie itself. Don't go in with the expectations of it being anything off the games. I mean, they make mention to them, but I would treat it as its own entity, as you should with anything. Don't try to go in, oh, this has to be this. No, let it be its own thing. It's different media entirely. If you want that Resident Evil story, go play Resident Evil, Resident Evil 2. Like, come on. Come on. And I think they did graphic novels at some point, so go do that. They've done, yeah. I mean, every uh, they've touched on it in every way that it could be touched. Uh, Speaking of being touched, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. I had to bring my buddy up for this one. Let me tell you about it. Um... Uh, so they came out with a new Texas Chainsaw Massacre for Netflix. 
Uh, it's basically, this is a sequel to the original um, that came out 50 years ago, <laughs> which is kind of crazy. Okay. So, um, What well, yeah, were all the ones in like, between then? <laughs> Their own... It's I, a I, weird... Look, I'm not a, I'm not a Texas Chainsaw Massacre, like, evangelist. I've seen, I've probably seen and, them all. I couldn't yeah. tell you any of them. It's a very convoluted story that's come up with remakes and sequels and non-sequels that are sequels that don't work. It's sort of like Halloween where it's like, oh, Halloween 3 is a departure, but then we get back to it kind of. Um, but yeah, this basically sure. follows people who are, you know, these uh, younger folks who bought up some property within his town and then shit goes sideways. And We don't, I don't want it, your kind around here. More or less. Like, <sighs> it's like, hey, we don't want you gentrifying our place and all that kind of stuff. There ain't um, no place for no condominiums. Yeah. I don't know why I'm talking yeah. about that. It's a weird, like... Isn't it in, like, Texas? <laughs> but, I mean, it is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> and that's kind of like, uh, you know, that's kind of what it feels like, is there's a lot of, like, pushback from the locals, of like, oh, we don't want you here. But then all these... It's a good way to be like, okay, how are you going to bring new blood into this so that way, you know, yeah, the Texas... The people, it's yeah, yeah. Massacre could actually have the massacre, because that's what we've come here for, the bloodshed. Yeah, exactly. Not the story on the the finer developments of of uh, Le- uh leatherface and how he's been for the last 50 years because 50 years is a long ass time for somebody to just be waiting for the next chilling uh, yeah because you just satiated now meeting. are we yeah like about now but no i highly recommend checking it out because it is uh uh i, don't know, I think it's a fine like for what it is it's just i, it's, I was gonna it's, say you're such a bad like, judge right because of like your hesitancy and the way that you're talking about it I'm like, he didn't like it. He just doesn't want to admit it. He just wants no. to say it's fine. But I, I, I know the ones you're excited about. And this one, you're just like, fine. You're just fine with. It's It falls in that category of like, I want to check it out because it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre. It's classic. It's in the pantheon of 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 horror. Texas Chainsaw is one of the first slashers. So there we go. So like, it's one that like, it's almost like a, you have to watch this now. And it's like, okay, I'll watch it. And then you watch it and you're like, all right, it's fine. Doesn't change the game. Doesn't do anything that makes you go, oh, aha, now it's a thinker. You know, it's like yeah. straightforward <laughs> violence. Like, that's what you want. <laughs> I mean, there, no, I'm not going to say anything I want to because there's just one scene with him on a bus with a bunch of people who are trapped on the bus that is just everything you'd want it to be. But it's great for what it is. It's just gore for gore's sake with a very light story that you know they bring back <laughs> one of the originals who survived and she doesn't make a difference whatsoever so <laughs> it's just uh, how'd you survive i i didn't apparently because i'm back yeah i'm back and i'm gonna kill this motherfucker and then i, I don't understand I'm... why people want to go back for vengeance like do you survive a traumatic experience and they never just go back with shotguns and Molotov cocktails you know they go back like they're gonna stand their ground and tell him off like bitch he's gonna kill you he's like gonna you, kill ju- you. you just you shoot him shoot you him. survived him once you and know what he's capable of <laughs> if you've ever seen jason shooting him i don't think works either yeah it's i think uh, uh they kind of did that in the movie they did the jason thing where they made him seem superhuman yeah which he never was correct he was he, he was kind of like michael myers just the guy in a mask Okay, but like in this, he takes a few shot where you're like, "Oh, that's I mean, Michael him. Myers yeah. is kind of superhuman now too." Uh, that's what I'm saying, though, is yeah. they've kind of created that word now. It's like, 
they kind of have to put that facade on too though because it's like how does this guy keep like being around like how is he so hardy how is he so chat says throw grenades discreetly quiet quiet grenades quiet oh i love those quiet grenades when they're like (laughs) (laughs) i think yeah you just yeah you sneak up you sneak up like tenchu stealth assassin oh don't even get me started on that game and then and then it makes big boom and then yeah anyway text chainsaw massacre check it out it's on netflix it is um a movie in that genre (laughs) (laughs) it is a movie expect to burn one hour and a half ish but if you are into those kind of movies you'll like it you'll be like okay cool cool i don't feel like i wasted my time i'll put it that way i don't feel like i'm like oh i want my free money back or you know whatever okay it doesn't cost it before we get into this next one real fast i do want i had one other talk about that i wanted to talk about and it's bullshit because it's where we should be at next week and in hartford connecticut they're doing a 90s con oh shit did you see this when where what it's next week i learned about it when there was six days left it's in hartford connecticut and they have the lineup of lineups yo fucking nineties con. Just nineties con? Yeah. No no need. Kel's gonna be there. Both ants from Sabrina. Melissa Joan Hart's there. Marnie from Halloween Town's there. Oh, I thought you were um, gonna say Marnie and me. I'd be like, that's real weird. <laughs> no. Uh Dave Coulier's there. Cut it out. Bro, really? Dude. <laughs> it is fucking stacked, dude. 90s con, the raddest celebration this side of the millennium. That is fucking dope. Just scroll down the fucking um, list of people coming. And it'll be the who's who of the 90s, yo. TLC's gonna uh, be there or TC's gonna be there. Aladdin's own Scott Weinger is gonna be there. Oh, <laughs> A lot of the fuller, uh, full house the cast full is going to be cast, in there. Yeah. Fucking Melissa Joan Hart. That's what Ooh. I said. I can go say, hey, I watched your podcast Christmas movie. It sucked. Thanks for that. Yeah. <laughs> I get it. You're Why? collecting a paycheck. Caroline Ray, hilarious yep. as fuck. Yeah, Sabrina, Teenage Witch, the whole cast. Yeah. Dude, oh Aunt Zelda's going to be there. And we've talked about how Aunt Zelda gives me the vipers. Oh, yeah, that's right, huh? Yeah, dude. Beth Broderick? Yeah, Beth Broderick. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know what it is, especially in the picture in that thing, dude. But like her and Sabrina. The Lawrence brothers are going to be there. Man, the young one did not age well. Yeah. Yeah. TLC? TC. I don't know why they put TLC. It's just TC. I know, right? There's going to be a hologram there. You'll see. Yeah, right. Lori Beth Denberg, remember her from all that? Yeah, yeah, dude. That's right. Yes, exactly. I couldn't remember her name. The girl that did the news. <laughs> oh, she's so fucking good. Kel, Danny, Lacey Chapert. I don't know how Holy. they got her, but I was fucking down. Chris- Christopher Lloyd, Leia yeah, Thompson. Christopher fucking Lloyd. Anyways, this- I didn't I didn't mean to fucking break this up or bust the balls because that's bullshit. I in Hartford, look. My girl's from up that way. 
hey, Backstreet Boys are going to be there. You know, there's going to be some concert happening. <laughs> so is uh, Joey Fatone. Nick Carter. Joey Fatone. Nick Carter's there. It's like, how's your brother doing, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Haven't heard about him in a while. Hope he's okay. <laughs> I saw some face tattoo shit. Fucking Jim Cummings, the voice of everything in yeah. the 90s. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I'm, 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 this is just going to be the rest of the pod, Metcast, me just going, wow. We had a, a beautiful, gracious wow. listener text me that in Facebook Messenger the other day. Holy Shout moly, man. This is. Yeah, it's bullshit. Yeah, she's, she's great. She likes to. She participates well on the old Facebook thing. God damn, man. It's a who's yeah. who of everything. Imagine how fun that convention would be. That that would be a blast and a half, especially just to be able to have like five minutes alone with them and be like stepping up with the old phone and be like, would you come on our podcast? Oh, again? they're not letting you within 30 feet of Christopher Lloyd, bro. That motherfucker on his last leg. Oh, it's it's Stan Lee's farewell tour where he's just getting wheeled around. And yeah, dude. Somebody's raising his arm to shake it instead of him doing it. Yeah. I know he was great. He was great in a movie we watched recently. So I mean, yeah, so was Paul Walker in the last movie of his. Was it him? Ooh, dang! Who put the umbrella up? Because that was some shade. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. No. So... That that shit was wild though. Yeah. That's yeah. Come on, Denver. Come on, Denver. I bet you it doesn't even cost that much to go into that. No, I bet you it's bucks, like 20 bucks, bucks. Full, week, full weekend. Yeah. You know, you, you get, get a the hotel IP badge for, for like 60. Yeah, exactly. You know? like, yeah, right. You can go smoke some pot with Christopher Lloyd if you spend an oh, extra 80. Okay, guess we're doing that. I just walk in front of a bus after. It's over. <laughs> I, I, I did it. Uh, back to the regular yeah. scheduled program. Um, so I went and saw the Batman over the weekend. Oof. I don't want you to do too much on this one because it's I'm what a week, to. right? It's not less than a week. It just came out. It it literally just came out like two weeks. I'm old. within just over 24 hours of seeing it, and this is fantastic, man. I highly recommend people going and seeing this. They really did. Like for all the hype and everything, I heard it was not your uh, kids' as Batman. It's not, and that's why it's wild. It got a PG thirteen. Like watching this, I was like, "Oh, this is this is definitely pushing that rating as far as you can push that rating." Yeah, especially I mean, the way stuff is in the world. It's like someone's gonna get bitchy about it. It's like it should have been rated R. Yeah, well, I mean, like, and it's just physically and like My emotionally and everything, and it is just dark. Like it is a if there was any kind of light glare coming from anything. You'd be like, I can't see shit because all through the movie, okay. there's very little scenes where there's a lot of light where you could kind of be like, oh, okay, it's I fucking can actually Gotham see City, it. you know, like yeah, and it's raining all the time and doing all this stuff. But man, it it's it's like I mean, they're always trying to ground Batman and be like, oh, he's like a street level, you know, f- f- fight uh, crime fighter, you know. But 
this takes to the even new even more like this is year two of batman he's still new at it he's still i am vengeance and just wanting to bah, yeah, he's like literally just beating the shit out of people beating the shit out of people and and you know he has a really great arc in this where that is him in the beginning where he's just that's cool you know, it's like raw ass batman yeah it's raw fucking batman just and and what's great about this is he actually does detective work in it i'm not gonna say more Ooh. but like this the first one that really feels like Oh, he is the world's greatest detective. Little detective comics coming out, huh? Right? It seems weird, but yeah, like... Uh. Huh, interesting. The real question and the question that everyone wants answered, right? The big Zoe hoopla. is probably the be- oh. best Catwoman. Sorry. Oh, uh, that wasn't it. That was... Okay, gotcha. No What's shit, though. I, I like Zoe Kravitz anyway, but that's that's good to know. How was Robert Pattinson? I think he's fantastic. I think he's a good actor, like, too. But like him being cast as Batman, as a fan of his work, even Twilight, I can't deny that. No, no, Twilight was bad, dude. We talked about this a month ago. That's becoming a millionaire. That's what that is. That's him gaining that much money so he can go and do independent products that show like, no, I'm a legit actor. Yeah. And then he gets Batman, which obviously we know it's a big freaking franchise, and it's like it's a big deal if you're cast. Someone took a chance on him. For sure, as Batman. Like Ben Affleck, cool. We know Batman. Uh, Matt Reeves, the writer director of this film, specifically wrote the screenplay the screenplay for him before ever casting. Really? Before any talks were happening, he's like, Robert Pattinson is the guy for this particular screenplay that I'm writing. Which reading about that, I'm like, well, shit. That's why it's so fucking good because it's like it's written for his acting. He he knows what this guy is, so he knows like what his strengths are and where he is. Like that's that's so interesting. I love reading little tidbits like that where he's like, I so specifically had him in mind that I wrote it with him in mind and that maybe that's what happened with other certain Batmans that we won't talk about. And that's what happened where they just wrote it for a broad general person. Yeah. And they weren't Anybody able to play Batman. It, you know? It's why I think Spider-Man was so good when Tom Holland came around. Cause like my Peter Parker will always be Tobey Maguire because that's who brought Spider-Man to life in, in my yeah. eyes. Right. Andrew Garfield was a fine Spider-Man. It was fine. I got two movies though, but then Tom Holland come and really put a personality on to Peter Parker and Spider-Man yeah. as a whole. Fantastic. That dude just, he is Spider-Man yeah. and should always be. You probably can't cast another one after him now. It's like Spider-Man Oof. movies are over. It's, it's like this next phase of Marvel where they're like talking about, Oh, what are we going to do? We got to introduce the X-Men and we also have to introduce Wolverine. What do we do about that? Because we've had Hugh Jackman for what? Five, six movies. If not more, he is Wolverine. So it's like, it's hard to cast somebody different. So yeah, Wolverine's a good example too. Cause that's going to be tough. Like you have to go almost exact opposite. You almost have to go like comics accurate. Wolverine. Yeah, like five Somebody foot who's six. Shorter, who's just like yeah, this little stocky. fucking pit bull of it's a man. It's fucking Joe Pesci, but jacked. Like. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, get, you're like Taron Edgerton, a guy who's not crazy tall, but he is fit, you know, and that kind of works. But uh, yeah, yeah, that's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, Anyways, Batman's good. That's Batman's that's good. great. I think. If you're a Batman fan, you won't be disappointed. If you're a fan of superhero movies, you'll like it. Like the, everything about this is so different from like a lot of things that are out there. Everybody's saying, "Oh, it's the next Dark Knight," but even at that, I don't even think it compares well to that because Dark Knight was what it was. 
this is just was, the whole Dark Knight level was of after that. Batman wasn't necessarily needed. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Because we got Batman forever, and then and then Batman begins introduces him again. And we're like, okay, that was a good introduction. And then they did what they did with Be- the Dark Knight, introducing Heath Ledger as the Joker, and that's another one of those castings where you like. You know where people were Robert Pattinson. He's like, nah, the Twilight guys, Batman. No, they were like, oh, the lovey-dovey heartthrob is going to be the Joker, and then they get proven wrong. It's like, okay, no, these people are that, actors. That role fucking killed him, like one hundred percent. Like that motherfucker killed him. And I was talking to someone the other day. It's funny that you bring that up because I even remember like when that Dark Knight stuff came out, and I was like, oh, Heath Ledger's the Joker, and like watching and seeing him like the Joker the first time. And then after it being done, being like, where the fuck was Heath Ledger? Because, like, that fucking role is just, I mean, that that's the fucking Joker. Yeah. And he played that part just so, it just to the T of what I imagined that man was like. Yeah. Crazy. That's just crazy. Fuck, it's so good. The Riddler in this is fucking so good. Yeah, I heard, yeah, and Colin Farrell. Is it Colin Farrell? Colin Farrell is... Yeah, uh, is uh, uh, the penguin the penguin yeah it's like yeah. almost unrecognizable is what i've heard dude like the whole time you know we watched the movie three hours worth of movie so prepare for that um tiff's like who is that who was finally we were sitting watching the credits waiting for the last little bit and uh she's like colin farrell man i was like is that she had no idea who it was at one point she thought it was robert de niro and yeah, it's damn. like like she was like seriously like who the fuck is that because heavy prosthetics and I, everybody has seen the trailers with him in it and and it's definitely like unrecognizable but he's he's so good his accent's so different than what we're used to of that lovely looking irish man that yeah <laughs> you know you don't expect this like brooklyn new york accented guy mobster type to be like hey piss off bats and that kind of sh- oh it's fuck man it's huh. so good so good. I want to. I want to watch it again, but uh, I'm not gonna go to the theater for it. But um, yeah, that's all. I, that's all I've got for things I've watched. That's that. That's probably some, not all you got, but I appreciate. I've got a lot list. more. <laughs> yeah. But like, that's me trying to go through stuff that kind of were some key yeah. points over the last whatever. Um, have to mention this: the amazing Jonathan passed away, magician comedian. Um, you may or may not are aware of him. That he's just he is what he is. He's a magician, I, I no idea who this comedian, is. fantastic. He's one of those guys that I saw in the '90s. He did this special that was so like, what the fuck? That like he's been etched in my brain ever since. It's one of those things as we'll talk about later. Things we probably saw a little too earlier than we should have. That just kind of burns into your soul and that just becomes a part of you. But like his, I don't know how to describe him. He's such a weird kind of guy, and his magic is like very like comedic forward where he tells jokes or like the magic is part of his comedy act. Instead of him being a magician who does comedy, he's a comedian who does ma- magic, magic with it. Okay. So, but yeah, he just passed away, unfortunately. Um, but uh, yeah, for those who know him, they know oh, like he's kind of a weird thing. Bringing but, new uh, stuff. Rest in peace. Amazing. Jonathan. But yeah, go check out his specials for sure. There's one that he did in the nineties. That is that tells you everything you'd ever need to know about the guy. And there was also a documentary done a few years ago about him that uh, yeah. is a little interesting because it kind of follows him and he has like a cancer scare or some shit, but he doesn't. And it's super 
this poor filmmaker's like, what the fuck? What's real? What's fake? And the whole thing is like, this is who J Amazing Jonathan is. So, um, damn, he just fucking sent him on a wild goose chase. That super like followed him on this thing that didn't actually turn out to be true because he lived on for like another five years or something crazy. What the fuck? So, you know, um, but big news Futurama's coming back. This, this had some shit with it too. Yeah, because at the time of, uh, uh, uh for a moment there, um, oh, what's his bucket? The guy who uh, plays Billy Bender. West. Billy West? Uh, no. Um, John DiMaggio. John DiMaggio, yeah. He Billy West is Fry. And he was even like, good luck to them. You know, I'm, I love that that franchise, blah, 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 this and that. And so everybody's like, well, shit, we're not going to have Bender in Futurama, which is, this is like, what, the third bringing Come it back, back from yeah. the dead? Like, <laughs> yeah. Which begs the question, like, when is enough enough with this particular... Yeah, how often should a show be revived when you're like, okay, you've kind of done it to death? I don't know. It's tough because if it's good, if it's good, if it's good, do you know? And they've got the original cast back, which is half the half the yep. problem. Sometimes it's just getting everybody. And it's back. voice acting, so you know they're not. It's not time consuming necessarily, except for the animators, of course, but. I don't know with all the original voice actors and you're playing off the story and you know, they're going to joke about it. I'm a fucking Futurama fan, man. I'm, I'm watching it. Like I'm... I was watching Futurama. I'm going to sleep like once a week. It's, it's one of those ones that like, yeah, it's, it's a good one to just kind of put on and like, it can be brainy enough where if you pay attention, there's a lot of nerdy, like hard hitting jokes but you could watch it casually enough that you could almost do it while doing the dishes and be like, Oh, that's funny. All oh, visuals are funny. So it's a very, like, I think that's what it does so well is that there's super sci-fi nerdy jokes in it. And then there's just kind of casual low hanging fruit jokes that they yeah. do as well. So yeah, they're, they're not above making dick and fart jokes. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I'll be happy to see those guys. Yeah, come back. I'm, sure. I'm look, you're, you're more apt to get me to watch an animated TV show that I love then you are to get me to watch an hour long movie. I don't know what it is. I can binge watch animated shows. I just rewatched like just like eating dinner and bullshitting in the morning and stuff to rewatch like six seasons of fucking family guy, like early yeah. family guy. And that show's still good. Yeah. Futurama. I mean, I bet it's still good. Yeah, it just takes Good news, hiatus. everyone. <laughs> Good news, everyone. <laughs> yeah, that was better. <laughs> That's why I have you do accents. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's coming back on Hulu. Hopefully we'll get something by the end of this year or next year, um, depending how long they've been working on it when news yeah, broke. Yeah, who knows? And it'll get canceled again before it comes out. Yeah, exactly. It's already canceled, and we're just talking about it, so... Um uh some silly stuff you know i like to bring some stupid kind of fun stuff uh nintendo cartridge looking coasters they basically look like the old school nintendo cartridges from the nes days you know classic games on there your duck hunt your super mario your excite bite that kind of stuff um just kind of fun something i wanted to bring to your attention because you know you've got a house you might uh, have some parties so this might be good for those guests so that way you'd be like hey i don't want rings on my table use a coaster uh, Use these cool ass coasters. You're right because I already have coasters. Um, second, I'm gonna go ahead and complain about these because it says right there, right in the beginning, cardboard. 
and I know you're going to oh. put like some sort of wax or something on them, and that's fine. It's cardboard, um, and it's a coaster. You're meant to put drinks on it to keep from the wetness getting to your table. Uh, mm. With that being said, my Damn. coasters don't help the wetness from not getting to the table because they are D&D coasters, and I got them for Christmas. And they're like cut out wood, and like one's like a D twenty, another one's like a dope ass dragon. They're like super intricate, you know. But they go right through. Like the foam water would just go. They right do through. nothing. But at least instead of a ring, it would be like a D twenty. <laughs> so, because like, that's what you want. It could be worse, and then you just paint it, and now it's part of the table, <laughs> or a dragon, or a wizard, or something. You know? Man, this is a cool looking table. All these cool looking. D &D oh, that, that's coffee. It'll that. wipe right off. We just refuse to do it. Oh, oh God. <laughs> that's weird. That's even weirder. Yeah. Oh, that stinks, man. Like, make them out of cork or... Uh, yeah, that's what mine are made out of, I think, is cork. Cork? Okay. No, no I think they're wood. Well, cor corks is supposed to absorb it. That's why you do cork. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't realize these were just simple cardboard with pictures printed on it. Man, I got to read these things before I post them. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes I feel uh, like I'm dropping the ball, Toby. Well, I read fast, so. Yeah, I just click them on and be like, this would be interesting to talk about without even going further than the headline. Uh, So are you a fan of the Christmas story? Uh, Yeah, I mean, who's not? You know, Ralphie. Yeah. You know, our tradition is we let it run 24 hours on Christmas. That's Day. the only movie that get, yeah, on Christmas. Yeah, so Day. does TBS. They believe in that too. Yeah, I, I mean, can... my gra my grandma started it before they started it, so you know they owe her some. So this ideas. this is an interesting concept, and maybe this gets fleshed out in another time. But it's weird, right? You know me, I love I love nostalgia. I am also <laughs> super open minded to like changing my shit up right so like something like the christmas story it's a great christmas movie i have a lot of nostalgia for that movie mm -hmm. but i don't necessarily need to watch it now something like elf my christmas would be ruined if i didn't watch that movie how the grinch stole christmas jim carrey version be fucking ruined if i didn't watch that movie Something sure. like the Christmas story I could literally throw on and not watch any of it and know exactly what's happening at any point in that fucking movie. And it's like, it's unnecessary for my life to go from day to day. Unlike some other Christmas movies that I want to watch every year. Um, mm. The Santa Claus, the Santa Claus, the Christmas story, a little bit before my time. It's based a little bit before my time. Santa Claus. That's fuck Christmas movie. I don't know. It's one of those weird things. So I would say yes, but eh, that's my answer. I mean, <laughs> here we go. Like, I, <laughs> they're making a sequel. Uh, good old Peter. I, I'm just gonna go into it. Peter Bing Billingsley is back. You know, Ralphie's back, but in this, obviously, they're going to do the thing where now he's grown up, so he's going to go back, take them back to his childhood home. Is this guy broke? No, he's just showing the kids the kind of Christmases he no, has. No, no, not his character, the actor. No, God, no. He's been working behind the scenes. He's been in movies. He was in, um, fuck, he's in Elf for Pete's sake. Oh, that's true, yeah. 
<laughs> One yeah. of your favorite all-time movies. I can't live with yeah, He's a bullshit-ass character. Get your fucking squeaky voice out of here, little bitch. <laughs> it's all about Papa Elephant Buddy. <laughs> You're not wrong. Um, and Zoe Deschanel. Yeah, don't even get me started. But, uh, yeah, basically, that's that's basically the premise of it, is that he just wants to show... You know, how shitty his childhood was and BB guns hurt. Here's how wild my childhood it was. One time I lied about being shot in the face and I got beat up by a redheaded kid. Yeah, but then he, ooh, he, that's right. People ask why I don't like to fight, right? Because fighting stupid. I mean, yeah. That's how I fight, bro. Like, I am, it's, we bottle it up. Scorpio dog. <laughs> so, like, if you get me to physical violence, which it takes a lot anyway, right? It it takes it takes a lot. Uh, but you're getting all of it. You're getting every pent-up thing I've yeah, had happen to me yeah. in the last three years. I'm going to cry on your bloody face as I'm punching it. And it's, you know, it's going to be one of those. No one wants this, right? No one wants it. Don't do that. But that's how it be. That's how I beat the shit out of people. <laughs> you just get everything. It's it's not about the fight that's happening now. Yeah, you're getting every fight yeah. that was that was held back. Yeah, for the last every years. emotion. <laughs> I just have not talked about. Yeah, everything. My parents got divorced 15 fucking years ago. But like, you're the fucking reason. <laughs> Why, mom? Why, dad? Why couldn't you make it work? He's like, I'm sorry for the Andrew. kids. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, that, that uh, that's sad. But uh, the sequel's happening. All I can hope is that we see a full ass grown Ralphie wearing the bunny suit because that would be wild. He has to do it. He has <laughs> to do it. If he doesn't right? do it, movie flops. I'll he I will review shit. bomb this movie if he does not wear that pink elephant or pink elephant <laughs> pink bunny suit. Uh, they're aiming for it to be out by. Uh christmas of this year so what's sad about that too is kids today would just wear it to wear it non-ironically yes. just like hey look, that's the onesie that they bought from hot topic true that they're like oh i remember watching this as a you don't know the struggle yeah <laughs> of a movie that was filmed in the 80s that was based <laughs> in the 50s for a sequel that's coming out when in did the christmas 2020... story come out uh, like 1984 or something like that uh, you'd have still been too young yeah. Anyways, with that being said, uh, Stranger Things season four, <laughs> part one, part one, because they're they're like, hey, we we've had you wait for you know a hundred years. These but kids are now got full on. I think babies they're making it and... long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's it's supposed to be longer. I don't care, bro. I don't care. I'm getting it. It's coming. We get it twice. Well, you... hey, look, yeah. I actually yeah. fuck with this, right? To some extent, and. Look, they they know Netflix knows we're gonna just binge it. Like it's it's gonna be gone in three days. But I'm gonna take us back to Fear Street, right? And Fuck the yeah. way that Fear Street did their release schedule was so dope because it gave it to me and then made me wait for it. But it didn't make me wait long. But it was long enough that I still remembered everything from watching the previous one. And right about the time that I was like, "This is bullshit," they were like, "Here you go, chill, got you, fam, <laughs> Fuck chill." You. Put, put Fair Street right in my face, right? One boom, boom, boom. I got all three of them in three weeks. It was a perfect amount of time to wait, like you would wait for a TV episode, but I got a fucking whole nother movie. Um, yeah. 
that would work for Stranger Things if it weren't for the fact, two reasons. You haven't made us wait a thousand years because you correct on that. And you know for a goddamn fact because I've been waiting, I'm watching them all in a day. They're yeah. all in a day. It's just, it's done. So how long is it in between? Like two months? Yeah, uh, first one releases May 27th. Second volume le- releases July 1st, so... Month. Little yeah, over a month. like roughly. This many days. Yeah. Um, this many. <laughs> so, not horrible, but still too long. No, I don't think it will be. Yeah, because well, I, well, I mean, you, well, you're gonna binge it all, so yeah, you're gonna be like, "Fuck, come on, that, it's forever." With, but like, if you were to maybe just break not, it up, like, I'm gonna watch one episode and then I'll watch another one. Like, depending no, how no, many, no, maybe, no, maybe no, it'll no, be no, like no. six episodes. What I'll end so up doing watch one each week. is in the beginning of May. I will start watching from season one. Oh yeah, yeah and yeah. then hopefully by the time I get there, it'll be like three days after it releases, a week after it releases. So then I won't have so long to wait. But I'll rewatch. I'll rewatch them all before I get to season four. Cause like oh, season two is a throwaway season, right? I could skip season two entirely. You could, but you should watch it just for the fun. No, no. It's bullshit though. Bullshit yeah. ass season. <laughs> season one, banger of a season one. Maybe one of the greatest TV shows of all time. Season three, fuck banger of a season. The mall. Come on. It's just cool. take me back. Yeah. Um, Take season four, especially with all the shit going down with Russia right now, it seems a little oh, out of place. Right? Like, don't say my name in vain, motherfuckers. So, I don't know, but I'm ready. <laughs> give give it all. I'm ready. Bring Stranger Things to me. It's 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 time. We've been we've waited long enough for this thing, and and I mean they've already said they're going to make a Stranger Things fifth season. So and that's the last season. That that'll be it to tell and finish out their story, which I think is great because I feel like five is a good solid like you can tell a really great story in five seasons, especially if you do six to ten episodes in between for each uh, With, uh, season. It, that's what I'm afraid of, and you kind of mentioned a little bit earlier is the aging out of the characters like how do you continue the storyline that you've built while these kids get that much older because like i've seen those screenshots and stuff like 15 16 year old kids now oh well definitely we're actually 19 you know now now they're starting to get to the point where it's like okay you guys really got to wrap this up yeah this kid's got a chin you know This kid's got a chin. <laughs> so yeah, um, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> He's developed no, now. <laughs> uh, caught me off guard. Um, but no, there's uh, and these posters they release for. I love how it's like there's all these individual posters for each like little thing, but then the big poster that they released is like all four of them combined into one poster. So it's like kind of this cool like oh everything's converging and what's the new threat kind of thing. It's like. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know what the threat is anymore. Is it Russia? Is it the Demi Dogs? Is it Demi Gorgon? It's, it's Russia. Is it Eleven? It's... Is she going to turn out to be bad? Yeah, right. Like, just... but that's what's so fun about the show is that it can go anywhere because they basically have set up inside their world like just about anything's possible. Here's our rules, but like we kind of bend those too. I want to know what Nancy Wheeler looks like right now. She's, um, you know, she looks like how she looks <laughs> what about her mom 
Oh, she's looking rough, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I she's so. she's got grandkids and using a walker to get around. I mean, it's been a while. Yeah. Yeah, it's been a lot of days. It's about time but to uh, here, here, here's the uh, synopsis Netflix put out. <clears throat> it's been six months since the Battle of Starcourt, which brought terror and destruction to Hawkins. Struggling with the aftermath, our group of friends are separated for the first time and navigating the complexities of high school hasn't made things any easier. In the most vulnerable time, a new and horrifying supernatural threat surfaces, presenting a gruesome mystery that, if solved, might finally put an end to the horrors of the Upside Down. Right? That's, that's... I'm ready. Let's, let's go. I am ready. May 27th yeah. is when volume like, one I was going to say, yeah, I don't know what else to say. That synopsis <laughs> gave me nothing. It's like, oh, you did it was that season four synopsis or ones or threes? Yeah. <laughs> insert here, insert yeah, here. The only, the only fucking horror we needed to kill in the second series was goddamn number eight. But, like, that, the thing is, is that, like, at the end of season three, they all are kind of separated. Like, they all Yeah, because kinda... Will and Eleven, they move, right? Fuck off somewhere, yeah. And then... I guess high school, Nancy's man. It's a hell college. of a. I mean, Jonathan's we'll in college. Just as long as we get another one of those uh, sing alongs that we got. Yeah. Yeah. He. Anyways, continue, please. You just want to spin around my living room with my arms in the air. Just... The fucking ham radio attached to yourself. Sing it. Sing it. <laughs> um. Really quick, a Kickstarter that I saw probably won't um, back, but I thought it was cool for those who might be interested. Um, basically, the idea of this tabletop R RPG is to teach you sign language as you play it. Um, basically, you have these mounts um, that are big birds, and the way you communicate through them is through different hand signs, which basically equals out to um, ASL or uh, ASL. BSL, which is you know British. Uh, sign language so i don't know very cool thing it's called over aisles it's on kickstarter if you're interested they're still going for another 18 days as of today um of the recording of our podcast so if you're interested go check it out it's very cool the idea behind it is very neat i just don't play enough tabletop rpgs to to get behind it but i think for those who want to learn might be a cool way to learn it so uh, for shits and giggles the recording is on march 7th oh yeah, thank yeah. you. <laughs> like, as the recording, it's like, when the fuck do you record? You posted it today. <laughs> like, oh, okay, I got 18 days. Yeah. I'll check it out. This is cool, days. though. Like, oh, I, don't do it. I mean, you don't need to back it. 142K out of $17,000 goal. Um, they're doing pretty good. This is a really cool concept. This is something, this is why Kickstarter is what it what it's cool for, you know, shit like this. Yeah. You get your stuff out of there, you want to do something that's kind of a niche market. Um, but the way people are today with giving and everything, especially to stuff like this, they were not going to have any problems not and, at all. as they shouldn't. That's, that's cool concept and you never know. Maybe we'll get our hands on it one day and learn how to tell each other off in sign language. Yeah. I mean, back in high school, this was the, uh, uh, you know, as they do in high school, they're like, Hey, you need to do foreign language. What do you want to do? And I didn't want to do French or, or German. I think they were kind of, I don't know if we should teach that at the time. 
Um, so I chose sign language, and for my final project, I did the song Imagine by John Lennon, okay. and I signed that thing. So once upon a time, I knew. I knew how to do shit. Can, but... you, can you still sign it all? No, man. None? It, it, no, because I didn't stay. I didn't stay with it. So it was like, yeah, I can't you know. say shit because I took two years of French, passed with these both years. You know, I don't think I could count to ten. I can say je m'appelle Toby, and <laughs> super basic level. I'm a lot do fromage, but that's only because of Dexter's laboratory. Fuck yeah, you said something with cheese. Yeah, it's basically an omelet. Okay, with yeah. cheese. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, fifteen bucks pound or fifteen pounds, fifteen dollar pounds, which I think is like twenty bucks. Um, gets you the PDF, so that's kind of entry level if you're interested in it. That's the low level for back in this project. So, yeah, that's Fun cool. Stuff. Yeah, this is cool. So. <clears throat> As I like to do, I like to come up with games for you, fun trivia, come to the podcast with stuff that's just like, oh, this is kind of a fun idea. So this week I came with a would you rather? And basically how this one is going to, I'm going to pose a question to you, and I'm going to give you two subgenres of groups of people. And as okay. you probably have already seen on there, we've got cosplayers and vape lords. That you're, that's your first set. So you get to choose between cosplayers, and you got to choose between um vape lords for this particular would be like the would you rather like kick someone's ass or would i rather be (laughs) basically just answer the uh 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 i'll give you a question and you have to choose either or that's your your would you rather would be that group okay but i will pose a question and that question will be like ooh, i don't know so here we go first question um being that your groups are cosplayers or vape lords Okay, before uh, yep. we continue, right? Yep. Okay. Vape Lord. Is that am I a vape lord? As you can if you're watching the live or the video feed of this. I'm talking about the guys who take it to the next level where they're oh, okay. doing tricks and they're making okay, their cool. Cool, cool, cotton cool, cool. cotton just feels fills them. They you know. <laughs> cotton just feels them. <laughs> okay. Um so the first question is get a massage from which would you rather get a massage from? Is the cosplayer, cosplayer male or female? Um, this is as a what's, general. What's the like, cosplayer dressed as? W- when you first imagine the cosplayer, that's what you're getting. So whatever. Oh, fuck. Here we go. Uh, off the top of your head, go. That's your cosplayer ideal. Uh, right. I was thinking of a furry. So okay, there you go. I'm I'm probably taking the cosplayer. Okay, so cosplayers going on vape lord is getting the fuck out oh my god there's other ones yeah oh i thought it was just gonna be cosplayer vape lord no this oh, is shit. should i not look at the screen no you're fine i'm gonna post it there so that way you know what your choices oh, okay, are okay, 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 okay. if i could do this right I'm, I'm hoping that i'm able to if i can just control if... c control v oh my god is it copy then paste uh Yes, it fucking worked. Oh my god! <laughs> Sorry, I, I copied and pasted, and that makes me so excited. I know people out there are like what a lame ass. Yeah, control but anyway, C copy, Control V paste. Ne- your next group is ravers. So cosplayers and ravers for this next question. The picture of these two. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is one of those. You know, you gotta. But a raver, you know, one of those yeah. people who love. I've their been to ravers. Yeah, you know what's up. All uh, the candy. Living a- 
All the kid. Oh, the, yeah. No, not, uh, no, not the drugs. The candy. That's the shit they, all the bracelets oh, and shit they put on the wrist. It's like God, passport so stamps. Anyways, go ahead. Sorry. Pacifiers. I got you. Uh, Live in a single. Candy. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're right. Um, Live in a single bedroom apartment. So they're basically your roommate. Okay. Single bedroom, like actual roommate. Yeah, this is like roommate, roommate. This is what you could afford. You're living downtown Denver. You know, it costs you guys $3,500 for the small one bedroom. I think I'm going cosplayer again. I think I'm going cosplayer again. I don't even care what they're dressed as because I can't deal with the fucking late nights and the grindy teeth and shit. Like, I'm too old for this. The fuck out of here. Cosplayer, at least, like, I don't know. I love it. Yeah. This, this is exactly what I want it to be. Yeah, that's. Yeah, I just I'm too old for a raver, bro. <laughs> I'm gonna be I'm gonna turn into a cosplayer with a cosplayer living with me in the You're same right. room. Yeah, yeah, that's it's kind of true. At least they've got something. Your next next uh, group is metalhead, right? And we're going very generic. Your first like what society thinks of this yeah. metalhead? Okay. Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> uh have dogs sit for you oh i'm going metalhead a hundred a hundred percent right i overcosplay yep yeah, i'm going metalhead a hundred percent i'll tell you why because like yeah. these are some of the hardest looking guys you can imagine like i'm just picturing like a guar concert right these dudes or chicks or whatever right just seem so fucking hard and it's because they are i probably couldn't fight any of them that is what it is. But these are soft people. And the one thing I love about metal music and people that dive deep into that genre is how respectful all these fucking people are, right? It's one of the dopest concerts you can go to because it's nothing but love and violence. And those two things together you don't realize you need in your life, but you do. Imagine Fight Club, but it's at a concert and everyone's fucking into it. I'm taking my dog to that motherfucker 100% of the time. Sasha be in there listening to fucking Pantera, just having a ball. Yeah. Fucking good call, dude. That makes me so happy you said that. Yes. Because usually people are like, oh, fucking metalheads, no. whatever. Uh, your next group is nudists. Oh, shit. Insert picture nudists. here. I love it. You should have just put a big cock and balls up there. Where's the picture oh. of the black dude sitting on the edge of the bed with a fucking horse dick? <laughs> <laughs> Um, Because that's what I'm picturing in my head when I picture nudists now. (laughs) No no kidding. Yeah, I was gonna. I I had a picture, but they were all just so like, I don't. It's just porn that you're putting on your Google Doc. I was just like a nudist, so a person who prefers to be nude. Um, go on a picnic with. I'm going metalhead again. I can't eat and look at cock. And. Look, I'm I'm a monogamist, a hundred percent. Like it's just not one of those things. If it were me and my girl going on a picnic, but see the thing is, is I'm so fucking ashamed of my body most of the time that I, as long as I'm not naked, I'm probably good. What are we eating? That's the real question, I guess. Is it soup? Because I'm just gonna be worried the entire time. Who brings soup on a picnic? I don't know, bro. There's some good-ass broccoli and cheese soup. I got a thermos. It's March in Colorado. That's what I'm bringing off a fucking picnic right right now. Yeah, I guess guess that's true, considering the times it probably would be soup and... Yeah. Something. 
uh, <laughs> your next, uh, <laughs> next your next group conspiracy theorists mm. and we've we've all met them we've all met are they them. like across the board or are they specialize in something i'm just going general like okay. you know however you yeah. want to take it you they're take literally it. just quoting Infowars constantly yeah, 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 yeah. That's where Perfect. any of their information come from, and they're constantly spouting their ideas because that's what they do. They're like you. You say like, "Good morning." Have you seen Facebook? And they're like, "Well, you want to know the thing about Facebook, right?" And those kind of cool. guys. Um, have you make or have make dinner? That I worded that really weird. Basically, they're going to make dinner for you. Would you write mm-hmm. the conspiracy theorist to make you some bomb ass? As much food as I like, metalhead? again, the metalhead thing. But I'm intrigued, and I'm going conspiracy theorist, a hundred percent. Okay, and I'll tell you why, right? Because <laughs> it, it's and this is no disrespect to metalheads, but those conversations, no matter how stupid, if you go into it with an open mind and keep an open mind throughout the entire thing, and you're not the idiot, those conversations are insanely interesting, right? Like these motherfuckers, they wholeheartedly believe that what they're saying is is facts and is true, right? Some of it isn't super far-fetched. There are certain conspiracy theorists that I, you know, don't well, stomp my feet on the ground and tell you that you're a fucking idiot, right? But there's stuff that I fucking believe in that's on the conspiracy side that I am like, I could, I could see that. That's, that's plausible, right? But a guy like that or a girl like that, again, I don't want to, um, a person <laughs> like that, it it would be I don't know for me I'm an argumentative person anyway I like to be devil's advocate and stuff that's a fun ass conversation for me that's a fun conversation for me. I'm I'm a hundred percent I'm having dinner with a conspiracy theorist and he's making chicken and waffles oh. because he believes Roscoe's is an Illuminati yeah 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 <laughs> um all right so your new uh, uh group of people vegans. Yeah. Nothing against vegans here. It just it's fun. Uh, go to a sporting event with. Go to a sporting event with a vegan or a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> um, do I like the sporting event? <laughs> yeah, uh, let's imagine you're gonna go watch the Rockies or the Broncos or something. You know, fuck, it's dude. Like- it, it's tough, right? Because like, I want to watch the game, but. There, I don't think there's anything vegan at a goddamn. You just eating tortilla chips, maybe, and having a mask if it's like non-GMO. Fuck, dude, you can't really have a conversation with a conspiracy theorist. I gotta go vegan, sadly, and it's what? and I just imagine oh, you're talking oh, about oh. the like super granola. Where's a meat is torture? Yeah. Far Your stereotype vegan. version of this of this group is Fuck. what we're going for. Fuck. You know, we obviously we know there's good good people of all of all, all these, the combinations of people that I can ended these... it up with on that question. I got conspiracy oh. theorists and vegans. Oh man, vegans, man, you these... win this one. <laughs> Your new group is Larpers. Okay, Larpers. Sorry, the pictures for whatever reason are, uh, you know, next to nothing. Tiny. Um, let's see. Write a book with a vegan or a LARPer. First off, what kind of book would you write with oh, a LARPer? I'm writing what a fancy kind of... book with a fucking LARPer a and thousand what kind of book, times. What kind of book are you going to write with a vegan? A self-help you know, those, book? You know, like... Look, bitch, I don't need your help. Bacon's good. Meat, good. <laughs> Meat, good. I had um, some, like, 
you know, the impossible meat is fine, right? Yeah, yeah. It's fine. Uh, oh. And I have nothing against vegans. If you want to live your life that way, that's fine. Absolutely. Uh, I probably should be because this body's not built for lasting or comfort. So maybe you're right. <laughs> I don't know. But I'm going LARPer 100%. Because this is a nerd, right? This is like my kind of nerd. Not not my kind of God damn, I'm digging myself a hole. Um, dig it. I dig it. <laughs> I respect LARPing, even though my personality wants to do it worse than I don't I don't know. I don't know where I'm going with this. I would rather hang out with the LARPer than the vegan on any level. On any level. Nice. Yeah. yeah. I like it. I'm going LARPer. Uh um, oh, Jesus Christ. You went off the okay. rails on this next one. <clears throat> Yeah, this one, I don't know why I added it, but here we go. Uh, the Cinnabites, you know, the uh, the demons from the Hellraiser yeah. series. I don't know. Things get weird sometimes. Oh, uh, have... Maybe the scenario, I need them. <laughs> yeah, <right? laughs> okay, so have control over your finances. Which would you want to have control over your finances? LARPers or Cinnabites? <laughs> I don't know. I feel like Cinnabites is the answer here. <laughs> They're... They're very loyal, and uh, shit, I, I don't know. But, I, feel like, I feel like the LARPer's a nerd, but it's not the kind of nerd that likes math. I mean, there's been some accountant LARPers for sure. Do you like math? I don't mind it. I know it's yeah. useful, you know. You would be that kind of guy. So the real question is, do I want you keeping control of my finances or do I want Cinnabites? You know, at this point, I don't really don't think it matters. I'm going to go Cinnabites just for the fun of the next question. All right. This is, this is, this is <laughs> my the finances fun of it. aren't great, bro. That's not a lot of count. <laughs> I don't have to use all my fingers and toes. Um, yeah, these the, sometimes these groups I chose, I think, just – Oops, wrong button. Oh my gosh, what did I do? Control P is print, bro. Don't press that one. <laughs> All right, so your new group is a tri wizard champion that just won the cup. So not Cedric Diggory. But Technically, not... he kind of won the cup. Not Cedric Diggory. Uh, take <laughs> to the movies. Who would you like to take to the movies? The Cenobite? Or the Twi Wizard champion that just won the cup. He's gonna have the cup with him. It's worse than a cell phone in a movie theater. Just drinking. And at least out. like Cinnabite, I can be like, oh, this is my Cinnabite friend. He really likes movies. <laughs> Cinna, <laughs> you know? Oof. Cinema. That's a reach. Oh, come on. That was a joke literally out of your mouth. <laughs> I I I don't like my jokes though. Yeah, nobody does. <laughs> I had a little flavor to it. Maybe coming out of my mouth, it sounds better. Did not. I love your jokes. Okay. <laughs> what am I talking about? It's like one of my favorite parts. Let's throw out these softballs. I figured I'd give you one. Uh, fuck. Cinnabite. Why is this even a fucking option? Why is Triwizard Champion that just won the cup written full out in show notes with a picture of all four Triwizards? Doesn't make sense either. <laughs> Fuck! It got away from me. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, Russia's canceled, so we can't take uh, Victor Crumb. This um, could be a nondescript. It doesn't necessarily have to be any of the winners. No, these are my only try wizards. Ooh. Uh, 
It's the it's the cup that I'm gonna have a problem with because you just won the cup, so you're not gonna put it down. It's just like, hey, the- let's go see a romantic comedy. Let's no. go watch the Batman. Let's go watch the <laughs> Batman with your mag light times a thousand. Whoa! <laughs> At least put your cloak. Yeah, on. fuck it, dude. I'm going with Triwizard. I want to know. Maybe it'll sneak oh, me into yeah. Because look, you 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 sauce them up, right? Butter them up. Maybe you get a Hogwarts letter. Maybe you get to fucking be a wizard. Because assumably you're not a wizard right now. And I'm starting to get the feeling that if I hang out with these Cenobites any longer, I'm going to fucking get nom-nommed. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Wow, you, th- you, you had me going. I thought that. I went I with like, protection. Whoa. Holy shit. He went with, he went with the one that he, I seemed like he was going against at first. You never know. Oh, man. Keep me on my toes. Uh, this next uh, group of persons. Let's see here. Paste that there. Um. Oh. <laughs> now, now I know. I totally forgot this question was posed. <laughs> okay. Um. So our new our group is Tri Wizard Champion that just won the cup, and Hayden Christensen, <laughs> which I think I misspelled his name even right there. So I apologize for those who are fans of Hayden Christensen. I don't know how to spell his name. Even though I had to look it up to find a picture, so that's kind of ironic. <laughs> um, okay, so for them, forced to wait in a waiting room for hours with. Oh God, I, I'm going. I. It's easy, bro. Try wizard all day because at least that motherfucker's happy, right? Hayden Christensen, <laughs> this son of a bitch is the most angsty child teen adult I have ever seen in my life. It doesn't matter. Stupid fucking ponytail in Star Wars. Get the fuck out of here. Even in Jumper, the movie was so sick and he fucked it all up by being a little asshole. It's stupid. He's stupid. No, no disrespect to you as a person. I'm sure you're a fine person. But everything I know about you through TMZ and the world, fuck you. Try Wizard's gonna be stoked sitting at DMV, talking about all the magic that he's doing. And then he goes, Bloop. and now guess what? Number two thirty-two. That's me. You nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So this next added group is ninjas. Just hanging um, out with myself. Or are these <laughs> uh, juggalos? No, 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 no. Actual, like, <laughs> like actual ninjas. Like ninja secret assassins. Um, do a podcast with. God damn it. <laughs> this one's tough for me, right? Because the, the easy answer is try was, of course. Because, of course, that's the best interview in the world. Like, what are you going to do next? Go to Disney World? Like, but I've called myself a ninja like my entire life. Yeah, that's true. Like, I, I want to know a ninja body yeah. count. Like, and I <laughs> have you ever seen Beverly Hills Ninja? Oh, fuck yeah. Uh, can I be that? Is that good? Because he was still like pretty, you know, he fucked up a lot, but he was still a little G. He still handled business. You know? Fuck. I want to do a podcast with the ninja, but I don't want it to be about ninjas. I want to oh. talk about pirates. How how do you feel about pirates? They're ninjas of the sea, right? <laughs> so you going ninjas? Final yeah, answer? I'm going ninjas. I my heart my heart says ninjas. All right, you gotta follow your 
follow your heart boner i literally have a grande ninja tattooed on me i know i didn't even think about that dude yeah. how weird is that that i didn't even ninjas are so fucking cool dude all right here we go man pirates <laughs> oh my god did you just pull this up or is this actually next on the list this this was legit i was like well Holy if, we're doing ninja, if we're doing ninjas we gotta do gotta pirates, do pirates. Right? like it only makes sense oh god um, situationally i'm curious all right here we go um have a board game night with pirates or ninjas i had oh, that, that it also easy easy right you're going pirates you're mm -hmm. going pirates a thousand times over. First, we're gonna get shit faced. That's yeah. that's facts, right? Second, they're funny as hell and they know great songs. It's gonna be fun. You're gonna learn some shit. It's gonna be a fun time. Third, they love to fucking gamble, so games are in their blood, right? So of course we're going fucking games with the pirate. That's a fun ass night. Not on a ship though. We docked, bro, because I don't know if they got Dramamine in pirate times, but I'm gonna need it. <laughs> no doubt dude you're absolutely right <laughs> this um, fucking picture it's uh that's a great choice i like pirates so um good choice your final group is oh. a dude with an out of the ordinary haircut <laughs> like a skullet or a mullet um the skullet right here dude is i mean award yeah. winning award yeah. winning that's hulk hogan level of like I mean, he even has his oh, even like. He's got <sighs> sideburns. He He's left the got... sideburns. Yeah. Skipped everything to behind the ear and has it. Oh, and the pedophile stash. Whew. Yeah. This man is. Fuck. I was gonna, I was gonna post a, a a picture of my cousin Drew for mullet, but I thought, nah, it's a little too many pictures. Um, your question for the pirates or. A dude who's got an out of ordinary haircut, such as a skullet or a mullet, um, reenact the movie Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain, <laughs> or for a high school play. Would you rather oh. do that with a bunch of pirates or a dude with an out of ordinary haircut, like a skullet or mullet? <sighs> <laughs> I don't. I don't think I could go pirates here. Right? They would be the more entertaining to but they would be so frustrating they would be so frustrating it'd be like wrangling kittens hey, 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 hey. yes guys 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 put, put put the rum down just put the fucking rum down but the guy with the skullet we could get past right because as long as he was just just normal person like you're gonna be wearing a mask half the time so your skull, it's not really going to matter. It just looks like you have fucking long hair. And then when you take it off, it'll be like a real exciting thing for the audience. Because it'll be Ooh, like, what the fuck? That's different. <laughs> yeah, so. and we're, But I need a third. Maybe I'll take one pirate. Because <laughs> there's three so, ninjas. Who, who, do you, who do you cast? Who, who? What part do you play out of the three ninjas? Do you want Rocky? Oh, I play Tum Tum. Tum Tum. Yeah, I play Tum Tum. Or or cult now cult's too hard ass rocky's the cult. one that you want to be right like when i was growing up like rocky was like the fun one he was just like i'm gonna fuck shit up right i was more of yeah. a cult i think growing up no i wasn't mm. i was a fucking tum tum bro fucking eat it up roll me down eat everything yes eat everything punch you in the dick 
punch you in the dick. I love Three Ninjas. Yeah, we watched that recently again. And... Yeah, I saw. I've seen it. It's on the like watch list or whatever. I had so much shit to that, and I never plan on watching it. <laughs> I think it's still on Three Ninjas on VHS tape. My childhood so copies. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's all I got for who would win. So, a dude with a mullet, a dude with an out of the ordinary haircut, like a skullet or mullet, is your group. That's the dude who forever will be hanging out with. That's yeah. your best friend right there. I mean, I wasn't going to bring you up in that category, but. <laughs> <laughs> You're not wrong. I mean, thank God you don't put it in a ponytail and slick it all back. You just let that shit grow wild. I just let it go wild. I can get mine in a ponytail now. I can pull it back. I missed some of my bangs by like an inch. But I can now get it pulled back like a fucking viking dude it's awesome i used to have a hairline well i do it's just back here now. you wouldn't even know right well you can see this is all shaved back to haircuts with toby and rick dude it's starting to look so good bro i'm cute as fuck right now uh quick question who would win stranger things crew versus the goonies go goonies wow Stranger Things crew were fucking nerds. Like, nerds. Yeah, the Goonies were old. adventurers, bro. You put fucking Data in the same room as either one of those motherfuckers? Right? That was his name, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah. I mean, My mind went straight to Star Trek. Um, there's Data <laughs> in Star Trek too, right? Yes. Yeah, the is. Goonies were like, these were like, these were fucking Jeff Brolin. Um, Jeff but these were like yeah, hard-ass yeah. kids. They're living like down in the boondocks. I mean, right? you've got Chunk, Mouth, Sloth, because I had him in their crew, because by the end of it, he is part of it. Data, like... I mean, you can't include Sloth, because... I mean, but then Stranger Things has Eleven, right? Eleven's going to fuck yeah. all these kids up. That, and that's what I was... I fuck. was like, well, with Eleven, that really, like, tilts the balance quite a bit. So if we take out Sloth, we take out Eleven. Well, of course, it's the Goonies. They outnumber yeah. them two to one. And, again, <laughs> Data... But Eleven, like, Sloth is, like, inhuman, right? Yeah. He could break them, but Eleven's killed, like, nine people at a time. Like. Yeah. To boom. Everybody dead. She's, it's yeah. unfair. She'll just flip a van on top of the group. Exactly. Um, She'll make their heads explode. Yeah, I guess. Well, damn. Yeah. The, the real answer is Stranger Things. My answer is the Goonies. If it's just straight like fist it. fight, no magic. One on one, the Goonies wins. See, yeah, just like, from the ghetto. Bam, bam, bam. Data's got his gadgets. He's kind of yeah. He's gonna him poke up. you in the eyes. It's the fucking time. thing out of his belt loop. Oh, I have a switched blade as well, and stabs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, stabs out. <laughs> I was like, oh shit. Trevor <laughs> Data, that guy's. He came. He came to play. Like I thought he was just messing around with this weird box, boxing glove, punchy thing. But no, he's got a fucking knife. Yeah, I like it. That's who I would go with just because, you know, Goonies is what it is. But Stranger Things are the Goonies for this age, I think. But um, yeah, there it is. Nostalgia, my friend. Um, Yeah, this is an interesting, right? And we're probably not going to spend a whole lot of time on it because I really only have two that I want to talk about. Okay. Um, I didn't make a top five or anything because it's like at that point I was I was allowed to watch rated R movies. I fucking watched them all. 
Um, but there's two that really bring back memories. And for two reasons, because one got me into a genre, the other one um, showed me why rated R movies were awesome. Uh, both, both interesting in their own right. Hold on. Give me one second. Um, yeah, they're both in the same year, nonetheless. Shit. Interesting. I thought 1992. So. No. For rated R? Yeah. No, come on, bro. What's my first rated R movie? Oh, fuck if I know. You should know. Should I? Yeah. Should I? Yep. Is it, um, Night of the Living Dead? No, but that was close shortly after. Friday the 13th Part 2. First rated R movie I ever got to watch, right? Got into the horror genre. Um, that's what started it off. And scary wasn't a reason for it to be rated R, right? Mm. Um, I say that, but I guess there were tits in the second one, huh? Was there tits in the second, Jason? I think there's tits in every I Jason. I think there is, too. Not the reason I chose it. First rated R movie. But the reason that rated R movies... Oh, anyways, of course. Jason comes up in any time we talk about fucking old movies. Um, I won't give you my second one yet because I want to hear one of yours. Because my second one is the reason why rated R movies were awesome. And like I remember watching this, like getting allowed to watch the movie and still being like, I shouldn't be able to watch this movie. Okay? So, pre-lead up. My hair looks so dope right now. Just saying, we talked about it. Now I'm all fucking hype on myself. Uh, I've got quite a few because I wasn't sure what. I mean, obviously, anything before you're 18 is before. No, you're I'm talking like, like you're like nine, right? So like, I watched Friday the 13th. I was probably, I don't know, I was probably eight. I would say I was probably eight or nine, like when I first got to watch. Like, especially horror, because I was watching yeah. Night of the Living Dead as well before I was in my teenage years. Um, sure. Yeah, I'm I'm thinking like 8 to 11. By 12, we were probably going to watch whatever the fuck we wanted to. That's sixth I've, grade. It's it's one of those things. Like I've said, my folks used to look, go watch movies, and they'd bring us along. And they'd just have us close our eyes if it got too freaking weird. Um, but yeah. this one sticks out, because my dad used to take us out after... My mom had to go to sleep, so it felt like the super special thing that dad was doing. He's like, oh, we're sneaking out, and we'd either oh, go play okay. pin, pinball at the local King Supers when they had pinball machines, or it would take us to the theater. Well, this one sticks out because it's one of those ones that he took us to go see. Army of Darkness came out in 1992. Obviously, I was 10 years old, so that fits right in your 8 to 11. Um, I, do I need to say more? Like, third no. movie in the, the, in, in the Evil Dead trilogy. like One of the best movies of all time. It's on my yes. top 10 list uh, nine times out of 10, yeah. um, even though that list changes a lot. That's a that's a wild choice, too, right? And so my second one is more along the lines of something like Army of Darkness because, like, thinking about it, I wouldn't tell you the Army of Darkness was rated R. But there are parts in that movie that, first of all, are scary as shit, like when he's down in the well. Um, but the movie itself is like a comedy you know, yeah. but there's parts of it between cussing and some of the scary shit because their special effects were actually very good in that movie. Um, but it is like a spoof, right? So that's a good rated R movie to pop off with early because it's like kind it, of the best of both worlds. It lives in the realm of campy horror where campy. it's like 
it's it's it knows what it's doing yeah it's not it's not making fun of the genre it's playing in the genre but showing the lighter side of it but still living well within it because you've got demons and there's and skeletons and zombies like oh god I just, yeah. shit um how many do you have i've got seven because i just you kept got coming seven. up with stuff so i can uh, I, I bring up another one because you you said it before right a lot of my entry we, we'll talk about this in, for a second because i don't have that many that i could really talk about in depth that i haven't already a lot of my entry into like rated R movies, especially when I was growing up, was horror. Um, mm-hmm. And it, then it would turn into action because then it's just cussing and violence, right? Yeah. Um, you, you, when you were growing up, like the rated R movies to me, and this will play into the movie that I have, was nudity. You yeah. know, that was the thing that your parents, like my parents didn't care about violence or horror or murder or anything along the lines of that because you know at that point your fucking parents are desensitized to it you're gonna it's it's entertainment purposes one of the reasons why i think it's so stupid when people get mad at tv shows or movies or songs it's like just don't watch it don't listen to it it's not for you apparently because it's not for you the thing that's nice about free speech so we can do whatever the fuck we want and canceling people over entertainment things is is absolutely insane to me um but like for me it was it was interesting getting to watch like horror because another one that comes to mind that I watched real early in the rated R verse. And one of the first movies that genuinely scared me was Blair Witch Project. You know, I was right at the like 10 year old age, 11 year old when Blair Witch came out and that movie was fucking scary. And we didn't know why that thing created a genre sort of like, you know, night of the living dead, how we talk about that where it's like, holy shit, like found footage became a thing to the point that people thought this was a legit, like so Universal or whoever produced it, Paramount or whoever came out with it was like, they released it in such a great way where they're like, yeah, we found this thing and we just... Yeah, they played into what they built, you know, and it's it's a found so footage genius. documentary. And you it make months, it up. Months after that movie came out before people were like, oh, it's just a fucking it's movie. fake, yeah, <sighs> it's all fake. They did a great job. Um, that that movie was was crazy, and I remember getting to watch that the first time we had friends over, and it was like a mm. it was like a secret thing, right? You don't get to watch rated R movies while you're over at Toby's house, <sighs> sleeping with the lights on, dude. And so like, like, <laughs> like you know, my my dad doing it in secret, and okay, this this is actually a fun story, right? This my fucking my father, um. I played sports my entire life, right? We bring all the kids over to watch Blair Witch Project for the first time. We watch a scary movie. And again, we're probably 10, 11. I'd have to look at when Blair Witch came out. We're watching it at home, so we didn't see it in the theaters, right? At the time, I had to have been like, yeah, I had to have been like 10 because my brother still lived in the house. 1999. Yeah, yeah, I'm fucking 10. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we're we're all in the living room, right? We got a pallet laid out. There's like six of us. I got kids from the baseball team over. And there's like six of us. We're all laid out on the floor, fucking watching this movie, right? My brother at the time, who lived in the house, was real big into collecting scary masks. And not like bought vinyl masks from Party City. These are high dollar recreations of scary fucking shit. Nice. And he's got all these in the house, right? And we're watching the movie. 
doing our thing and tap on the window. The oh. Fuck. Tap on the window. <laughs> right? Tap on a different window. Nothing. Nothing. We're freaking the fuck out. My dad walks back in the room. He's like, what the fuck's wrong with you guys? And we're like, someone's outside. Like, some, like, there's something outside. You know, my dad's like, there's nothing outside. And fucking walks to the door. Fucking door busts open. And in comes the fucking horror of horrors coming through the door. Well, my brother had gotten home. My dad catches him. Has him go put on one of his masks. One of the kids pissed himself. Like, it oh. was a fucking debacle, bro. Blair yeah. Witch was one of those movies where it was just like... It was fucking scary for no reason. It's still scary today, even though we know it's fucking fake. That's a fucking scary-ass movie. And, like, looking back at a memory like that, it will always just bring fear to my heart because that's what that movie did. Just instant trauma for the whole baseball team. Like, like they they will tell that story to this day. Till their dying day, they will be like, yeah, I remember back when I played baseball, we went over to Toby's house. Yeah. His dad let us watch Blair Witch Project. And uh, I, pe- I peed my pants. Yeah. Yeah. We almost got eaten. I, yeah. We almost died. So, yeah. I mean, it's a. So, yeah. It, that, that movie will always hold a place in my heart because of that. Um, but at the same time, 10 years old watching Blair Witch Project. Not built for a 10-year-old kid. <laughs> like, not at all built for a 10-year-old. Yeah. Not built for a freaking teenager. Like, no. that movie was legit, like. Just with the way they presented it, it or just haunting. the way it presents itself within the, the the VHS itself, you feel like you're watching something that like you found on a street corner, or just like, oh, I'm curious, you know? Like they did it such a good job. Yeah, good call, man. Yeah, God, Blair Witch Project. Good lord, I had to bring it up before I bring up my true rated R movie. But I want to hear a couple more years, and we'll get to my my. Other um, so eighties was known known for like coming out with like the wacky kind of. I like... hope you don't fucking throw mine in here. Now I'm thinking about it, like you you could you could throw my movie, and it's a random ass movie. I've got two that kind of fit in the same similar category: uh, Porky's and Revenge of the Nerds. Bro, Porky's is the one, dude. So that's fucking that's fucking wild. Porky's is that one that that's like the first time I got to see tits. Yeah, you the know, hole. like Dang, the hole. The yeah, it's, oh the my god, the fucking hole through the yeah, hole. That, yeah. <laughs> the, the, the coach lady comes and grabs his dick. Yes, it just like, that was the money that like that's that's what defined future rated R movies for me was that movie. There was a reason I wasn't allowed to watch this movie when I watched it. Right, that movie not built for me. Same no. thing. It it's just. It's it, like I said, it, I, as soon as you started talking, I was like, he's going to say what my fucking other movie is. And it's a random ass movie. That's the crazy thing is like, you've either seen it or you have it. I guess that's with any movie, but like it, it, that's something your parents show you when you're young. You don't watch it when you get older because it's just a fucking naughty ass movie. That you weren't supposed to those, I don't think, I think this is one that was like the VHS is on the, you know, the, the the shelf yeah and i think you're bored kid you're like okay let's let's watch something you see this one you're like oh so you pop it in you're like oh this one got pointed out to me again by my father like you should watch porkies on vhs on the shelf he's like watch that one because like back then i watched tons and tons and tons and tons of movies you know but we've talked about it in the past like a lot of my movie nostalgia there's a reason a lot of them are based pre my time because especially horror 
is because those were what was being shown to me on VHS as I was growing up. It was like, right. yeah, we had our Disney classics and stuff, but like, as my dad pushed movies towards me, I was just like, well, I want to like those movies. And it was because they were awesome, and I wasn't supposed to be watching them at the time. Porky's being the main fucking example. I think that that movie might have started pushing me into puberty. I still didn't know what Boners was by that time. I knew what it was, but wasn't getting them. You're just like, oh, I feel weird about yeah, it. Yeah, but I know that that because boobies were naughty. Because that's what they were, were, boobies. Yeah. Boobies were naughty. We weren't allowed to see those yet. Because I didn't know why I was supposed to like them. Guess yeah, what? yeah. Guess what? We're like, we liked them. We like them. Yeah, <laughs> I like them. Yeah. <laughs> Turns <And> out then... <laughs> they were right. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, then you got Revenge of the Nerds, similar kind of, you know. Kind of has that booby humor, potty humor, yeah. if you will. It was American but... Pie before American Pie. Yeah. It was just, you know. I met, yeah. see, it, there was two that I was thinking. You, know, you were either going to guess the one that I was going to put up or it was going to be Animal House. Oh, Animal House. Yeah. yeah. That's what I figured would be on that list of yours, would be Animal House. Animal House. Yeah. That didn't make it on there. No. Mine neither. No. Because Porky's did. Because that was the naughty movie that got shown to us. That was a bit more like, oh. Yeah. That was awakening, If as you put it. It's like An awakening. That's, that's the one where you're like, oh, hello. So between Porky's and Revenge of the Nerds, those both had that similar like. Effect. Huh. Yeah, because I didn't watch Revenge of the Nerds until I was older. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have to go back and watch that movie, though, actually. It's that's... been a long time since I've seen that one. Yeah, they're. I mean, they are what they are. Like, they're definitely yeah. 80s movies. They're definitely, like, playing on stereotypes of the time and all that. So, you know, when you watch them, it's definitely of that era. So, like, don't take it too offensively if you're easily whatever. But I'll run through some of the other ones. They're all horror. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I figured you were in the same boat as I was. Like, a lot of the original were, rated R movies were going to be horror movies. They were the easiest um, for your parents to let go. Yeah. Is, yeah, absolutely. Um Poltergeist from 1982. Okay, that makes sense. Uh, scared the shit out of me because the little girl in it and the whole house aspect and everything else is just terrifying. That movie was uh, pretty scary. I wasn't one. I wasn't big into ghosts growing up. You know, oh, ghosts. That stuff freaked me out. Uh, yeah. Pim, Pet Cemetery. Similar reasons. Creepy kid. Creepy cat. Creepy, creepy kids, neighbor. <laughs> just creepy everything about that movie. Um, yeah, bad vibes all around. <laughs> that movie just. These just stick. Those are they just Nightmare on Elm Street. I've talked about that one at length course, many yeah. times on this podcast. Um, and then Lost Boys, damn uh, the vampire movie. Lost that was Boys. one that was like an interesting, like the first vampire movie I can remember is the Lost Boys. And like you get a guy who's all oiled up playing the sax, and it's like, hey, it's an awakening. Yeah. It's an awakening. <laughs> yeah, you ain't, you ain't lying. I love the meme that's like, you know, writer or uh, producers are like, you know what this movie's missing? And writers are like, I got you, fam. And it's just a dude playing the sax. And it's just like, yes, it's like the 80s movie wouldn't be an 80s movie if there wasn't an oiled up jack dude with a ponytail playing the saxophone. That's no doubt. A, that's an interesting pull because, like, I don't remember the Lost Boys as being deservant of an R rating. You know, yeah, it, like it, there's parts of that movie that I'm, I'm probably missing in my mind, you know, 
but it doesn't seem like that bad of a movie like that. I feel like that one would have got shown to me before I was told that I wasn't allowed to watch rated R movies, you know? Yeah. It, it's one of those weird ones that is R because I don't know. Cause of it's horror. Cause it's a horror genre. There's so it's some sexual things R. in there. Like, very light sexual things, very light violence gore. I mean, there is it, but it's not like that level. Very my minor profanity. Like, I think it's just the culmination of the mild of it all that yeah, just kind of they're like we shouldn't have put more. a little bit of everything in it. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah, that's interesting because like now that you think about it, I'm sure there's a lot of movies that I just passed over as being like one of my first rated R movies. Yeah, because of the fact that I don't see them as rated R, you know. There's yeah. probably a lot of movies like that, actually. Like, I probably got shown because I probably watched Heavy Metal. Heavy Metal was rated R. Oh, right? Heavy Metal. Definitely. Oh, I'm just walking around with my dork hanging out. Yeah, true. I'm going to have to go back and watch that movie again, too. I got shown Heavy Metal real young by my brother. Yeah, that's one of those ones that, like, I, I saw it. And then, like, of course, me, I show uh, Drew, who's five years younger than me. I'm like, Drew, you got to see this. And we get caught by my mom watching it. And she's like, what are you watching? We're like, oh, tits bouncing on off. A... <laughs> Truly. Like... Yeah, God, yeah. I've probably watched Heavy Metal early, too. Yeah, it's yeah, an interesting I... thought process, right? Like, the ones that stand out in your mind is actually being rated R versus the ones that, even when you watched them, couldn't figure out why it was rated R. I think that's why Porky's is so interesting to, like, the whole scenario for me because it was the boobies that made the movie rated R. Like that was the naughty part of the movie. It wasn't the murder. It wasn't the conniving or, you know, the sexual innuendos. It was the boobs, the The boobs. I think my parents would have been more apt to let me watch a movie that some dude showed his dick in before I got to watch a movie where some girl was naked. But then once we started to get to watch boobie movies, it was on. There was not a movie in the world that I wasn't allowed to watch. And we watched them all. Boobies, no boobies, violence, gore, romance, didn't matter. At that point, boobies made the movie better. Half the fun of growing up is like the rite of passage. Like, fortunately, I had Drew as a younger brother, even though we're not actually blood brothers, but we're, you know, we're related, we're cousins. But like, we were so close that he basically was a brother. And I'll say until my dying day that he is. Um, that I got to treat him with that. So I got to show him things that I saw. So yeah, like, you were true. Let's let's this. Oh, check out Rob Zombie. Ooh, isn't this cool? Like, and it's just that kind of stuff. Where... It's it, one thing. Cause my brother's a little older, right? So my brother was born in 81. Yeah. Um, and so our age gap was, was quite large, especially for certain things. My first explicit CD that I ever owned was a CD my brother bought me for a birthday before I was allowed to have explicit CDs. We went shopping for it. And because my brother is buying it, my first explicit CD, take a random guess. Mm. You'll never guess it. It was Power Man 5000 One World's Collide. You've said that before. Yeah. So my first, like, so a lot of it, again, Record. Just great record. That's they're in town at Herman's Hideaway too. They look exactly the same, except now they're fat and old. Um, I don't know if I'd go see that show now. They're here I in Denver. Soon. Years, I saw them a few years back, and it was definitely like 
Well, you guys are holding on like all the power to you for like still doing it and being out there and touring. Yeah. But it's definitely like you guys aren't the, the headliners still like you were 20 years ago. Yeah. But... The song still bangs. But, it, you know, it kind of fits into the, the conversation because a lot of the reason that I like the movies that I do were because they're within genres that were shown to me when I was younger yep. and they just stuck. Same thing. Like, you know, you say that you get to show all this stuff to Drew and like a lot of the stuff that I took in from my brother, it was weird because I took it all in when I was young, got out of it. You know, when my, when I'm like 18, my brother's in his mid to late twenties, you know, so we're not hanging out nearly as much sharing yeah. stuff like that. Um, and then now as I get older, all the stuff that like my brother showed me when I was a kid, like comes back into play. Like a reason I like Metallica and Megadeth and movies like heavy metal. And I venture out into these things because my brother, uh, was that type of person when he was younger, when I couldn't be right. I didn't think right. that I could do the stuff because that's not how my family worked. My dad was straight lined with the stuff that he wanted me to do. And that's what I did. Yeah. Yeah. And now as an adult, I get to go back and do all this stuff. I get to be that nerd. I get to play D and D I get to skateboard because I'm not a fucking athlete. And a lot of my brother, when he was, you know, in from 15 to, to 30, after he had his first kid, he just did whatever the fuck he wanted. Grew out his hair. He wore a skirt for two years. He went vegan. Um, no, he went, what's the one, one up from that? vegetarian oh no vegetarian and then vegan yeah yeah, yeah. so he went <laughs> vegan for two years and then when he got when he stopped being vegan we have a pizza place in town that makes it's some of the best pizza you've ever had in your life for me at least um so they him and his boy that went vegan together go to fucking arnie's and order a meat lover's pizza with all the fucking cheese right they were sick for two days threw up fucking everywhere it was fantastic mm. um was it good did you like it it's yeah. my meats. <laughs> so, the, you know, certain things in life, whether you get to use them right away, like movies that I did with my parents, um, to things that you learned early in life that come back later in life. It's kind of wild how that works. But going back to the original conversation, a lot of the genre in my movies comes from what I was allowed to watch before I was allowed to watch it. Because those are the movies that I watched the most yeah. of, was the stuff that I wasn't supposed to be watching. And it was like, well, I want to know why I can't watch it. And watching them, and it's like, well, I know why I can't watch it, but that was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I want more. And so, like, with the rated R movies, it, it's it's one of the things that probably defined a lot of who am I who I am as an adult because of what I wasn't allowed to do as a child. Interesting. Yeah. Did your uh, parents try to be like, oh, I don't want to, I don't want you to be that kid who's kind of meek and mild toward everything. I want you to be desensitized for lack of a better word from things so i don't want you to you know watch a horror movie and be the kid who's like ah! or or you know understand dirty jokes i don't want you to shy away from those things so they showed me those things so that way when i saw a dirty joke i would laugh at it as opposed to going that's gross i don't think they did it intentionally but i see what you're saying I think they did it because that's what they thought was right at the time, because they also try to stay within society's limits of what you should be showing your kids. I got in trouble yeah, yeah, yeah. in in fourth grade for telling a joke that my dad told me right in Catholic school. And the joke was, would you rather slide down a 50 foot razor blade or kiss a bunny between the ears? So, of course, kiss bunny, you kiss right. the bunny. Where I make you look at my dick as I pull out my pockets and tell you to get to kissing, right? So 
I dropped this in fourth grade in Catholic oh. school because it was a hilarious joke that my dad taught me, told me. So I, of course, go tell all my friends that's an inappropriate joke. Damn. And especially in Catholic school. And you have no so idea they called though. my parents. Of course, my dad comes in. They tell him. And, of course, I get reprimanded while we're in the office. And then when we walk out of the office, he gives me a low five. And it's all good because that's a funny fucking joke. And that's that little bitch to... didn't find it as funny as we did because that's a good joke. So there was things that, like, I think my parents were lenient in some of the things. But they always held and I give my parents full credit, right? Like my family is all fucked. Um, my immediate family, like you know, my brother and sister, my mom and my dad, short of their problems, we're we're good. We're good people, yeah. I would say. And my parents, given what they had and what they lacked um, when they were growing up, plus you know we grew up on food stamp section eight. We weren't rich. Fuck, we weren't even middle class growing up. Um, but my parents did a great job, and I think they raised us as kids to not be assholes, to not do the things that are inherently wrong in the world, like heroin and violence, while still keeping an open mind to a certain extent. And whereas both my parents probably have a lot more closed minds than they want to admit, it taught me that I didn't want to have that closet. Like, it didn't matter to me. I'm one of those people that's just like, don't, don't care, don't care, do what you want, do what you want, do what you want, don't care, don't tell me your problems, do what you want, do what you want, don't care. You know, it's not that I like or dislike most things in life because of what my parents did. But the fact that I was just like, that doesn't affect me. I don't give a shit. Like, you do you. I like good people. I don't know how we got yeah. this conversation where I'm going with that. But oh, no, it, it absolutely ties in because like part of raising kids is you don't want to completely be like Disney movies all the time. That's all we're going to watch. You know, and that kind of thing. You got to be open and be like, okay, once they reach 10, yeah, that's when you start introducing them to the horror genre. Yeah. Maybe some of the filthier action movies, some of the more raunchier, you know, comedies and stuff, and slowly start showing them that stuff because they're going to find it out anyway, yes. especially by that time. And now so it's, like, it's different because, like, I'm, I'm the last generation of no cell phones in childhood. Yeah. Right? I was an adult before the iPhone came out. Yeah. Or right as the iPhone came out. So there wasn't apps. There wasn't, you know, even most of my childhood, I had dial-up internet until I moved to Colorado. And I had dial-up internet for the first two years I lived in Colorado before we got high-speed internet when I was 18 years old, right? That's the first time I ever had high-speed internet. Now I got fucking gigabyte internet 14 years later, yeah. right? I got balling-ass internet. And so, like, yeah, when, when, like, you and I were growing up, there wasn't ways for us to find that out so readily, like, the internet was no. around, but did your family have internet? Did you have an AOL disc that you had to put in that week? Or did you buy the cereal that didn't have the free trial on it? Because if you didn't get the free trial, guess what? You didn't get fucking internet. And it's crazy to think about, right? Like, that's how un unavailable it was. Like, even getting cell phones when I was in high school, which I had to buy myself. My parents didn't pay for a cell phone bill ever in my entire life. Um, I was getting the fucking Nokia 9200 Invincible fucking phone from Cricket. <laughs> and uh, so it, it's just like, it's... I think our parents had to, they had to fill that out more than kids do today, right? We, we go back to the get off my lawn conversation, but the access to everything that kids have today, including myself, um, is just unending. 
it's it's, wow. it's just you can literally find whatever you want with yeah. no restrictions whatsoever unless your parents put them on there where my parents were my restrictions i only yeah. got showed stuff that they wanted me to be shown unless you know another kid in the neighborhood fucking stole porn from his yeah. dad's stash or something you know like that was how we got to watch it and so like there were certain things where our generation i think was lucky in that sense that information wasn't as readily available because we still got to learn how society wanted us to learn. But then as we became adults, we got to grow out and have an open mind to the internet and stuff that we learned as we watched all this shit unfold and become adults, you know? So it's kind of nice that our parents were the ones that showed us stuff because we're one of the last generations that were taught things legitimately from our parents. Now, a lot of people's stuff is coming from YouTube and, and, social media and stuff like that because the parents they have no control over what the kids are doing online unless they take complete control and most parents aren't willing to do that it's it's a hard balance of like you know do we let them get like a facebook or a snapchat with their friends so that way they could talk but there's also the dark um, part of the side yeah yes where you're like i want you to be able to talk with your friends i don't want you to be the weird kid that isn't able to hang out with their friends mm-hmm. digitally whereas when we were younger it was all like hey if you want to hang out with your friends you call them hope they're home and if they are yeah. you're like hey let's meet at the green belt let's go yeah. you know exactly as exactly. now it's just like pick up your phone you video chat with them and you're like oh hey we're gonna go to the park cool Whereas there's a, a lot more trust when we were younger of our parents going, okay, be back by the time the streetlights are on. Be yeah. back before it's dark. Or exactly. at least check in with me first before you go back out. I didn't see a, a video game online until 2005, right? So, yeah. or I guess it was the end of 2004 because I moved here in 05. Yeah, it would have been 05. So when we first moved to Colorado, we lived with my aunt. Um, and my, my aunt does very well for herself her and her and my uncle Jose do they're they're great love them to death um but they had high speed internet never seen high speed internet i could download so much shit off of limewire and kazaa it was stupid um but i hooked my ps2 up and played online drag races and need for speed underground 2 on the ps2 first mm. time i'd ever seen online gaming there was no chat there was no headset i could find because we didn't fucking know that these things could connect to the internet because they couldn't connect to my house you know it's a crazy time change in how much we've jumped in so fast because now you look at, you know, it's 1999 and I'm watching a movie from 1981 as one of my first rated R movies. We'll say, we'll say I'm 10. I think I was earlier than that for Friday the 13th, but um, you look at that now and that's 2003. What do you show a 10 year old that was born in, you know, 2003 underworld <laughs> right is underworld rated r i doubt it i think so is it really yeah the rating system's fucked dude underworld's not rated. It, it, it's really weird um i don't know it's an interesting thing when we do these things because especially when we start getting into the aspect of like parenthood and raising kids and stuff and like the the impact you have on these kids and and the delicate balance of like you don't want to traumatize them by showing them something they shouldn't see too young but things will happen. Like my eldest kid, one time I was watching child's play and I think I've told this story before, left it on. I was taking a nap, left it on. Cause I do that. I go to sleep to yep. movies all the time. 
they come watching in and they come and they watch a good freaking portion of it and it's scarred so like you know when my kids are older and they're doing their nostalgia podcast they'll be going to child child's play a movie that came out in the 80s yep we'll be talking about it and you know but that's that's the great thing like we pass on the things that like oh you'll like this movie or oops i shouldn't have showed you that one a little yeah. too young <laughs> and that's but, you know that it, that comes back down to the parents and their knowledge of their children right you don't yeah. because like my sister didn't get the same treatment as me yeah right and and of course it's because i was a boy and i was my yeah. dad's firstborn and so like i got treated with like adult things I guess before I was supposed to, but it was because my dad, I hung out with my dad all the time. Whether he thinks I'm mature enough to watch it, that was up to him. It wasn't up to me. I could tell him all day I'm mature enough to see whatever. I don't don't fucking know, but he knew. And (laughs) so that worked out for me. You know, it's, there was stuff that probably shouldn't have been done, but it made me the person I am today. And it didn't affect you in such a bad way where you're, you're this, sadistic weirdo that lives out in the woods or something yeah. you, you grew uh, up and you're yeah. rel- relatively normal like yeah you know as much as we can be what we're, we're good people and that's that's like my main goal as a parent is not to raise an asshole and to raise good people that's it yes like if they grow up and that's it dude i've done my job i've succeeded beyond yep. my wildest dreams if I, they become even more successful from that whether it's career yes. love light or whatever cherry on top i tell my mom but, all the time you know, we talk about it and I'll be talking about my brother or sister and I'm, I'm just like, you raise good kids, mama. Like you don't have to worry. Like we're, we're good. You know, Daisy and I just bought our first house. Like my, my mom's never owned a house. Like my dad's never owned a house. That was, that wasn't in the cards when we were growing up. And I just bought an expensive ass house for no reason. It's not worth what I paid for it. I mean, it is, but it's not, it's, it's not supposed to be this expensive, but we did it. We became adults. Like, we're adults. 32. My brother just turned 40. Like, oh. he's got 40 and two kids. Oh, that's this year. That's September, baby. Big 40th bash. You got to figure out something. You got to figure out a new hobby, bro. You're aged out of podcasting. Did I really? Did like oh, some TESD no. shit, you know? I don't know. Rogan's like 60 yeah, no. now. Yeah, now I got to start talking about like pills I take. Even though I, I just I, like, I, like as soon as you turn forty, I just imagine your nostalgia goes back to toys from like the nineteen fifty, like fucking stick and wheel and fucking ball in a cup and shit. <laughs> There's times on this podcast where I feel like that's the kind of stuff, especially when I bring up something from the sixties, and you're like, "What the fuck yeah. are you bringing up?" Jimmy my Jimmy parents Bang were born Bang. in the sixties. You know, like both of my parents that's... born in the sixties. That's the shit my parents showed me because that's the shit they yeah. had. Yeah, my dad was, a, you know, started the 80s in his teens. Yeah. He's like 14. Oh, wild. Yeah. But. I don't know. It was a cool concept. Like I said, when I posed the question, I was just like, I know both you and I, especially how we grew up watching movies. You're still into movies, thankfully, for this podcast. Uh, me, not as much. Um. But I knew that would be an interesting question because we probably both got treated close to the same and with the same genre, nonetheless, because yeah, that's yeah, our favorite genre. Naughty, naughty comedies or... Uh, or horrors. Or, or, or horror. That's kind of your... That's the last, like... I mean, yeah, action to a certain extent, but, like, with action, I feel like you could just, like, wrap that up into, oh, well, he had to do this, or, you know, it, it's a little different than, like, horror or, or, or comedies that yeah. are just... 
they're posed differently, I guess. Yeah, I exactly. Know. But um, well, if you don't have anything uh, else, we'll go ahead and wrap this some bitch up. Oh man, this was a good conversation. I enjoyed yeah. the heck out yeah. of it. Yeah, it um, yeah, I thought I'm yeah, life is crazy, bro. I love the podcast as much as it doesn't seem like it when I'm not talking to you. I really do. I feel it all the time. Uh, that's conversation for a different time. Really brought it down to a morbid <laughs> level right before we uh, ended here. But as always, you guys can check us out at retronomapod.com. Uh, that is the best place to look for everything. The Twitch channel, the YouTube, the Discord links there. Uh, I'm playing Destiny. I know I'm going to look at playing Elden Ring sometime soon. Might jump oh, back into yeah. World of Warcraft. So if any of you guys are listening, I am a Horde player. I know they can play together now, but fuck your alliance uh other than that join the discord if you want to play games i'm always looking for new people to play games with and yeah i'll have some more work updates at some point soon i'm trying to buy golden tea right now so we may we may talk about selling some video games here soon (laughs) heck yeah well to take us out like we always do with the weird question of the week would you rather die as an old or young person by the hands of a criminal? The fuck? I don't want to do either. <laughs> as always, we appreciate you guys listening to this week's episode of the Retro Namapod. We love you, and we'll catch you next week. Good night. Good night.